kick one, two, one, two, bitch. bitch. Everybody. What up? It's episode 146. 146. Of the Illogical Sense Podcast. This is your boy Busby. And over here it's your boy JC No Hats. And Martin. <laughs> oh man, that was awesome. What's up guys? <laughs> How's it going? Man, shit. Uh, now. It's going shit? I mean, is it? I have an interesting story for what happened to me this weekend. Oh shit! See, Martin knows. Yep. You were too busy. I put it on my IG story with the close friend feature, but I was contemplating telling it. But I was like, you know what? Who cares? This is funny. So this past Saturday, I went to the bar, just you know, enjoying my shit. And I see this female. And I'm like, okay, let's spark up a conversation with her. And long story short, we start feeling each other, you know, drinking and shit like that. I'm like, all right. And she's kind of letting me like touch her, fill her up a bit. So I'm like, oh, okay. So we'll see how this goes. So we drink a bit. We after that we go to my spot that you know I always go downtown and shit like that. We start dancing, drinking up a little more. It gets too crowded, so like you know, let's just go somewhere else. So we go back to her whip. You know, we get in her car. We go back to her car, her girl's whip, and we're smoking, we're drinking, and her her, her homegirl's hella feeling me, saying like, "Yeah, you're such a nice gentleman. You're doing this, you're doing that." You know, her homegirl's just like, "Whatever, let me massage her." So I'm thinking, "Oh, so I got this in the fucking bag." <laughs> So no, nah. <laughs> you don't even know. Oh, you, you, you don't even know. Well, what, what that anytime, shit anytime a nigga says, "Oh, I'm thinking I got this in the bag," I already know. Oh, it's about how far down? Yeah. Oh, hey, this is this is a big. I thought I had a. So anyway, she's letting me smoke her weed. She's letting me drink her henny and shit like that. So I'm going like, okay. So after that, like we get out the car and then we start just making out. Making out, I'm grabbing titties, ass, all types of shit. And I'm going like, oh, I'm about to go home with her. Her friend is all just cool with it. So I'm like, okay, this is cool. So after that, we get out the car because we want to keep drinking more, go go back to another spot. So we go back to the bar that we met up at and shit, right? Mm -hmm. So we're dancing even more, kissing up a little more. She's grabbing my dick. She's doing, you know, I'm thinking again. (laughs) (laughs) This is it. So this is it. This is it. You know, so she goes so she had to go to the bathroom. Her and her home girl go to the bathroom. I'm sitting again to drink. And then like a good like five, ten minutes later she comes back. I see her friend comes back. She goes back on her dance floor and she keeps dancing with you know, and I see old girl stop and she's talking to some dude, this tall black dude or whatever, right? Kinda like right. a little bit older than me. So I'm thinking, okay. So I go back over I go over there to try to talk to her and she's like, Oh, I'm talking to my friend right now. Like, I'll be right back over with you. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I go back, get another drink, and I'm drinking. I check over there, and for a good five, ten minutes, she's still talking to this nigga. And I'm like, huh. Aww. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and her friend looks over there. Her friend looks over there like, where is she at? And I'm like, well, she right over there. And she's just like, she has this confused look. So she was like, you know what? I'll be right back. I'm going I'm to handle this. So she tried to take one for the team. So she goes over to her, and I see old boy puts his hands up like, hey, man, I don't know what the problem is. Like, uh, But I kind of knew where this was going, so I was just kind of just like, no. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already knew where this was going. I was like, I know where this is going, but I'm just going to see how this plays out for me. Right. You know, I, I had patience, kind of. So I'm still watching. <laughs> so then she's talking. She's like the, the homegirl's talking to her and shit like that. And then she looked and then she looks at her 
looks at him, and then she and then she turns and looks over at me, and she looks back at her, and she just kind of turns her back towards her, kind of like twer- towards her hair, mm-hmm. and just turns her back towards her, and just keeps talking to the old boy. And I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> so, I, so I said, okay, I'm gonna finish this drink, and I'm gonna be up off this bitch, right? Yeah. So. You know, she came back and they're still dancing or whatever. So then she grabs old boy by the hand and kind of brings him right in front of me and starts dancing right in front of me with old boy. And I'm just like, oh, this is the type Mm -hmm, of hype you're mm -hmm, on. mm -hmm. Okay. I was just like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm out this bitch. So I go over to her. Yeah, you let hot girl somewhere get a four point play? Damn. Is it really really a loss? Because I had, I I drank her weed. Drink her weed. Drink her weed. Drink yeah, her that weed. sounds like a loss. Oh. <laughs> That's definitely a loss. No, no. Smoked, no. Smoked her weed. Drank her henny. Fucking made out with her. She grabbed my dick and shit like that. And I was just like, fuck it. So then I was, I was just like, you know what? This head's not. It's like this is not worth the headache. You know what's funny? Hmm. You pretty much summed up every LeBron year where you didn't win a title, and you still wow. would bash him. So yes, that does count as a loss. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. no, no, no. So then Damn. I just. So then after that, I leave because I'm just confused. It's like, why would you do all that with me and then just drop me and go to some other nigga? I was just like, I wasn't even, I was just like, not even mad. I'm thinking, you know what? This is just I'm, I know I'm going to get the answer, but I'm going to throw a theory out. That was her nigga. <laughs> oh, I was thinking that too. Ah, no, I didn't but even her think fr- about that one to be That is a thing where couples yeah, that, role that play sense. the, you know. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Her, friend, her friend was, because she told me about her baby daddy and shit like that. And her friend was didn't even know who that nigga was, so she didn't even let me know. She didn't. She didn't even know. Yeah. So, I her homegirl was like, "Oh, I'm sorry this happened to you." Da 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 da. Like everyone, can, I keep telling the story to a few people. They all keep saying, "I'm sorry." I'm like, "Why? I'm not. I was not tripping. I was right. like, you know, I'm not tripping. This is. The, I I felt like she was trying to like gaslight me because you pointed out some shit saying that she was trying to fucking um. Fight oh, yeah, for her. like not yeah, not fight the dude, but like fight for her. Yeah, like to gain, right. like to get her, pretty much. Yeah, and I'm like, you're not my bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not your nigga, and you made your choice, so fuck it. <laughs> I was the just game's like, the game. game's the game. That's how I looked at it. Like that's the universe telling me, nah, this ain't it. Right. And, and her homegirl's like, I'm sorry, she kissed me on the cheek and shit, and I think she was trying. But like people were saying, I should have hollered at her. But I was like, nah, she literally saw me like tongue kiss her homegirl, and she saw everything go down. So that would just be weird. And I was just like, man, you live all the way in Hayward and shit. I'm like, nah. I was. It was just like whatever. So then I go 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 to my Mexican spot, eat eat there, and I'm wait. Give me a hell yeah. yeah. I know it's one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What muchos? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, you know, Lot Vicks is good, but Lot Vicks tastes better when you're fully drunk. When you're still functioning, you got to go to Mucho's. Mucho's, they have the best carne asada fries in yeah. San Jose, period. So, and, and the Super Burritos are too. They have the best fries, period. That's, anyway. So I go there to eat, and I'm, and I'm leaving. Message. <laughs> Message. <laughs> so I go out, and I'm waiting for my Uber and Lyft, and I see old girl kind of walk out with old boy, and she's holding his hand and shit, and her girl's just me mugging her. Like, you should see the look on her face. She's just like, are you fucking serious? Raggedy bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Literally me mugging her. Like, dude, uh, you were with- asshole. <laughs> <laughs> she was looking at her like, really, bro? We had this great nigga. We had this great black man right here. You gonna deal with this nigga. All right. And then old girl sees me. The other girl looks at me and then she pretends I didn't even exist. And I'm like, well, 
I remember earlier that day, earlier that night when we met up, when we were talking, she was telling me she had a rough week because she fucking wrecked her car because she was speeding. So I looked at that as, oh, that's just the universe replying back to you. So yeah. you pulled some old rack, you pulled some raggedy ass shit on me, some trifling ass shit on me. The universe is gonna reply to you. So that's all I'm gonna say on that. But I was just confused as fuck. Like that really fucking happened. Like that. It made I wasn't mad, but it was like that makes no sense. <laughs> makes no sense. It'd be like that. Yeah, but... I mean, uh, it'd be like that. Just, some shit, shit just ain't just, supposed to be... Some shit's not supposed to make sense. <laughs> it's supposed to be one of those situations where it's like, I got a podcast story now. So. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I can't, take, I can't wait to talk about yeah. this shit. I was like, I can't wait to talk about this shit. Yeah, when I say you had a loss, it ain't like, you know, some superficial type shit. Like, oh, nigga, you lost. Like, yeah. nah, you know, the game's the game. Game's niggas the game. win, niggas lose. That was, that was an L, but it was like, it was like a yeah. questionable L. Like, how did that happen? That's how that's how LeBron felt when the fucking, what's, who, who beat them in the first time with the Heat? The, the Mavs. The Mavs, yeah. when the Mavs beat them. Yeah. Shit. How the fuck that happened? Yeah. So, I... Game you sound game. just like LeBron afterwards, too, when he was at the podium. <laughs> Everybody got to go back to their raggedy-ass lives and shit. <laughs> I'm still going to be me. I'm, I'm talking about, shit. Yeah, you, you fucked your car up, so there's a sign right there. Yeah. 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 Damn. Yeah. Yeah. LeBusby. Oh. Oh. LeBusby. Fuck. That's the one. LeBusby. Yep. That's, that's it. Yeah. That's just... It was just... That was just so fucking random. I was like, I can't wait to talk about this shit. Yeah. But that was just... Other than that, my weekend was cool. That was <laughs> Saw that movie, um, what's it called? Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Mm-hmm. That shit surprised me. That was a good movie. Interesting. Like, I thought it was going to be more garnered for kids because of the, the book and shit like uh, that, the book yeah, series. Yeah, yeah, Oh, man, that movie just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and powerful oh, niggardry at work. They, were, they had some creepy-ass moments. Moments that even surprised me. I'm like, yo, that was creepy. Even moments where I was kind of screaming in the chair a little bit. It got to a point in a specific part of the movie where it was building up towards some shit, and then you heard some kids in the back crying, literally throughout the whole theater. They're like, damn. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I want to see that shit. I was like, oh <laughs> shit. Uh, then they got to a point where a little kid literally ran out the theater crying. Yeah, don't take kids. That's wild. No, but I think the parents thought this was going to be like goosebumps. Yeah, I mean, because you figure it was a book that came out like when we were kids. But they didn't know. They underestimated this shit. I mean, even then, the stories in that book, like, in my opinion, weren't really all that scary and shit. In goosebumps or the scary stories? Scary stories. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They weren't all that scary. So to hear that the fucking movie was like that, Mm. oh, dude, I'm down. Gotta do your reviews first. Shit, I am down. That shit was just, that, that was really good. That's funny. Yeah. And then. After that, just stay at home, watch SummerSlam, watch free, the Free Meat documentary, which is good. Yeah, I started the first episode on that. Yeah, you didn't watch it. Yeah, so I'm lagging. I mean, you can I'm just, lagging. I'll I forgot watch, it was watch a, it all tomorrow. I forgot it was a series, so when I went to watch, it was like, okay, this is going to be the last thing I watch, basically, for the weekend. <laughs> no. And I saw it was the first episode, and I was like, damn, all right, well, at least let me start. And all the episodes are like, either 30 minutes or like yeah. 45 minutes. I was actually... Glad to see that there are reenactments. It yeah. wasn't just like you know. Oh, okay. It gave it a whole different feel mm-hmm. to it, where yeah. it was like it wasn't just stories, like and just the footage of the streets that it happened on. Like it yeah. was actually some they hmm. reenacted the shit. And you actually and you, they really go into detail about the judge and yeah. just a whole bunch of shit. And I'm like, damn. Like first, I, then I regretted all the shit I said about him like last year when he got locked up again. I'm like, damn. My bad, me. Yeah. I didn't know you were going through it like well, like that, especially for the charge for what happened. Like, damn. So it was a biopumentary. 
I it's a biopic <laughs> documentary. Yeah, something like this that. This is a regular doc. This is a regular documentary. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I watched The Rock Was Modern Life. Oh, I watched that special. shit too, and I passed out. I, I was pissed. Why were you? Pissed? I was very pissed, and everybody's gonna think I was pissed off with the storyline. I wasn't. I was actually. I was like, wow, that's actually a Just good for how long line. the shit was. They could have made a full fucking six to eight episode miniseries out of it. Like, they legit rushed everything into 45 minutes. Yeah, it was a 45 minutes. They could have did one episode just on the O phone, or the O store alone, like Mm -hmm. the Apple store. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, they could have did one episode on that alone. They literally rushed Heifer and and Filbert during that whole segment. Mm. Wait, what? Yeah, they because they rushed everything. It was just like they would give them like thirty seconds of each little topic, and then they would jump to the next one. Oh, that's I told trash. Larissa, I was like, I was that so disappointed trash. because obviously been. you don't, you're not gonna care. Spoiler alert! So Ralph, of course, the big head son, mm. um, he uh, he he's transitions a, to a woman. Yeah, he's a transgender. So, huh. but he disappears, so they have to go find him. When they find him. It's just this whole thing about change because they've been in space for 20 years. They come back. And so that was the last episode of Rock Modern Life? They went to space? Yeah, remember? Because that's when I they... I never saw the last episode. The last one, remember? Because they had the, they left Shit. and then they had the kids. Philbert and the, the dentist had the kids. Uh-huh. And then they did a few more episodes. Then after that, they like dipped into space and then that was the end of the series. I never saw the last episode, so yeah. I was like, oh, wow. That's why I was kind of like, when I saw that they're in space, it was like, when we last saw them, they were in space. Like, that happened? Yeah. And I had to look it up and shit. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Well, that's when Nickelodeon canceled it. So. Man, no, I was, I was fairly disappointed because I was like, fam, you could have did so much. With, this could have been a full-fledged series. They could have, uh, re- like. That's crazy. Well, Nickelodeon probably wanted. This probably could be, like, the um, pilot for the new series. It could be a whole reboot if on If it is, it's horrible because they literally rushed their way into it. Like, mm. that, it was only 45 minutes too. Yeah. That, that was like, the imagine, like, I'm saying there could have been a six to eight episode wow. miniseries. Yeah. Imagine yeah. them rushing that shit yeah. in 45 minutes. I thought it would I was have, trying to put that together. Yeah. I, mean, I thought it would have been a regular episode is only 30 minutes. Right. So you figure. I thought it at least been like an hour or maybe an hour yeah. 10 minutes maybe. But yeah, that was... Yeah, damn, that's that ridiculous, man. But yeah, other than that, talk about doing it wrong. Shit. Hey, it was still It was great nostalgia though. It was. I mean, they, but I mean, you know, when they cool, rushed it, it, the nostalgia only lasted for increments, uh, increments at a time. That yeah. was like when remember when they brought back Brendan Stippy and they made it super like adult. Mm-hmm. And that that shit was trash. Yeah. The only good reboot I liked was when they brought back Beavis and Butthead on MTV for that one season. Yeah. Mm. I was mad when they didn't bring it back, but I really liked that season, <laughs> the later season of Beavis yeah. and Butthead. But other than that, yeah, um, I saw that week two of No Red Meat. I, I had my I had my first craving on Saturday, but it wasn't like it wasn't anything outrageous. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like oh my god, I'm dying. I need it. Well, you got like two right. more weeks left anyway. Yeah, I'm. We're like we'll, damn already. By the mm-hmm. end of this week, we'll already be at the halfway point. Yeah, yeah that's what's up. Um, but yeah, I, I drove past a, a wing stop and I was like, oh, that would have been nice. <laughs> and then and then <laughs> Wendy's, you know, started advertising the spicy nuggets. And now, uh, and now, yeah. and now Popeyes yeah. has the, uh, yeah, the chicken sandwich. Everyone's talking about that damn chicken. Yeah, I was sandwich. like, damn, y'all bring up chicken. Now. Oh, Popeyes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of glad because I could have. We could have went to the Niner game. It was like super last minute on Saturday. Right, like my neighbor. Seriously, yeah, my neighbor like hit up my mom. My mom hit me when I was at the movie saying, "Oh, we got extra tickets for the Niner game. They got tickets for the Niner game preseason against the Cowboys." And I was like, "Oh." So I tried hitting up Martine. He said, "No." You were taking a nap, and you said, (laughs) "No." Wake up and go work after. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I figured. And everyone else just didn't answer the phone. I was like, "I ain't gonna go by myself." Hold up. 
let me clarify. It's not like I just said no to a Niner game because I don't I do know, that. I know that. You know, <laughs> like, were the first person I called. That's the thing. Yeah, I was going to say, because to the Niners, I do not say no. Right. But I was with my godson. Yeah, so if I had an so extra So it's like, you know, if you had an extra ticket, yeah, I we out yeah. there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That was the plan, but I only had two. Yeah. And it was VIP shit, too. So if we could have been up in the suits and they had food. Sweet. Sweet, my bad. We had a um, suit. I mean, sweet or whatever, and we were up in there, and there would have been food and chicken. So I know if I would have brought JC, there would have been like temptation for your ass. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> would have been right. It would have been bad temptation. It just would have been like, you know, that's the reason why I did it now. Yeah. Which that way, when football came, I wouldn't have to worry about it. Ah, yeah. Ah, so it's not necessarily about the temptation. It's just the fact that had I gone, I'd been like, this kind of defeats the purpose why I did it in the first place. But hey, man. <laughs> I just was... put myself in this scenario. <laughs> That's what the I said. Point was to get the no meat out before right. I was watching football. Oh, nigga. Oh, and powerful chicken around me. Yeah. Yeah. I can see Larissa just like. Mm. <laughs> she tried that shit last night too with Chick fil A. Because of the whole thing. She's like, you know we're boycotting Chick fil A. And I was like, I'm going to be straight up with you, Chief. I could walk into Chick fil A once this fast is over. And this old ass white man could walk up to me and just say, Watch where you're going, nigga. And I'll look at him and be like, damn, for a Chick-fil-A employee to say that to me, I clearly was in the wrong. I sort of, wow. I apologize. Wow. <laughs> I did something wrong here. That's how people are trying to tell me about In-N-Out because they're saying the people from In-N-Out are like distributing whole asses campaign. They ain't going to stop me going there. I ain't going to. Uh, I know. Uh, all that if, shit. If, mm-hmm. Truth be told, I used to be on that wave too. Same here. Until you get older and you realize if you were to really boycott every single company that did something against what you thought, mm. you'd have to form your own company. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't be doing That's anything. Yeah. I said flat out. You wouldn't even have insurance for your fucking car. Nope. Nope. I said flat nope. out, nope. just vote. That's all. I'm going to eat this double-double. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you. Like, he could spend all his money and yeah. shit. It don't fucking matter if you right. vote for the other guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> just vote for the other dude. Get this nigga the as fuck out. As far as this food? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is non-negotiable. Yeah. Oh, this three by three? Exactly. That shit's going down. This, this animal fries? Yeah. Oh, shit. game over. Starts, <laughs> starts making the national championship visits to the White House look a little different now. I'm looking at it like, maybe I was a little too hard. Maybe it was just who was in the White House because uh, uh shit. <laughs> shit, if Obama made some soap <laughs> chicken sandwiches look uh, mighty scrumptious yeah, you, now. You wildin'. <laughs> you still wild. Yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going too far now. But, but yeah, uh, again, um again, I I went into this fully thinking it was gonna be a lot tougher. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, the the days I had cravings, you know, again, even though I wasn't dying, uh-huh. it still was like, damn, it would be nice to have it. Yeah. Right. I really overthought this like, and realized, okay, this isn't my weakness. Shit, it's gonna be between dairy and wheat. Oh, that's gonna be hard. Because I already know, I already know mm-hmm. what the, I already know what the number one, my number one weakness is gonna be. What? It's when I fast, uh, <laughs> when I fast sweets. Oh, that's gonna that, be hard. Hey, I've noticed. I've every, done that shit every single that's day, rough, bro. <laughs> like, every no single day so far, I have noticed just how much sweets I've consumed and mm. lack of red meat. Mm. I had yeah. two meals this week. Where I would survive just purely off of sweets. Shit. And, I was, and it wasn't because I was craving or anything. It was just the fact I'm out on the go. Again, I'm out on the go. This is the closest thing. Let me just go and grab it. Damn. That's going to be tough. Yep. Yeah. But other than that, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. All, all, that, all that aside. <laughs> How's your weekend? I was chilling, man. Like I said, I mean, I was chilling with my godson. Yeah. Literally for, uh, was it Saturday and Sunday? Oh, okay. Yeah, so I mean, we went bowling on, uh, or actually I took him 
to the Cheesecake Factory. It was the first time he ever had cheesecake. He's 12 years old, mind you. Oh, wow. That's yeah. a damn shame. I know. That's what I, I say. I'm you. trying to think. Don't blame me. Why would you allow a young man? <laughs> Hold on a second. Don't blame me. Why would you allow a young man? <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, he's with his mother like all the time, so they didn't live around me. They lived out in the boonies. How many times did you see him when they were on the boonies? Uh, okay. I blame you. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I blame you. I blame me you too. Could've, you could have. I blame shit. You could have <laughs> <laughs> nipped that. I'm trying to be so far. I'm trying to be one. Yeah, you're, 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 you're right. Maybe you didn't like it. I don't remember, man. That's fucking, you know how I am my memory shit. So this is the anyway, first time ever having cheesecake. First time ever. And when I took him to Cheesecake Factory, we got the Oreo cheesecake, man. He was fucking loving it. When he tried it, he's like, <gasps> this is my new favorite dessert. I was like, yes. <laughs> Good job, nice. kid. Yeah, and then, uh, let's see, Sunday we went bowling. It was like a little family event, you know what I'm saying? Right. I had to go, you know, well, my brother won the first game. Mm. Second game I won. I was like, yeah, motherfucker, got you back. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Yeah, but that's about it, though. And then then there was smoke. Of course. Lots and lots and lots of clouds of smoke. I don't think you have to update us on that. Hey, man. I mean, look, that, that needs a specific, like... I don't think that has to be updated anymore. Shit. Because, you know, no, no, no. Like, no, no, no. The day you don't smoke is the day I picture you not breathing. Yeah. And I don't see that happening That's for a, f- a long time. So, <laughs> Like, you tell, me, right. you tell us you smoke. <laughs> like, like, right. It's like me saying, yeah, so all weekend I breathed. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> I, we, we, we know. This is true. We understand. Yeah. You're, you're making a lot of sense right now, Jay. If anything, oh, come, like if anything, come in next week with a strain. That's what he should do every before we get into the show. Mm. Start off with a strain of the week. Mm. I like that idea. Yeah. I'll start doing we that. We don't need to know I like that. that. <laughs> I like that. What was the strain you smoked? Yeah, what was the strain of your week? Well, the strain that I've been on is Gary Payton. That, by that co- just sounds like a, that sounds like a motherfucker that just wraps your lungs up. Dog, I'm telling you that shit. Oof, you smoke that, you instantly in the clouds. Yeah, no lie. Yeah, like you up there. That's like, real quick. Yes, I can tell. Uh, hybrid indica. Yeah, yes. You don't get a nickname being the glove in the NBA. Your shit not an indica. Like, <laughs> that shit's gonna wrap your lungs. I know. Shit. Shit. <laughs> Other than that, music dropped. Yes, it did. Oh. Rick Ross. Puerto Miami Dos. Yes. <laughs> That's two. That's two. two. That's two. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ricky Rose dropped his 10th studio album. This is his 10th studio album. That's fucking Damn. wild. That How is many crazy. How he dropped? Like four, five? Uh, he got, uh, what is the Alberta, that one mixtape, the EP that. that was, they call it an EP, but you know. It was a mixtape. Still a mixtape. Rich Forever. Uh, Rich Forever, Ashes to Ashes, which oh. introduced Meek and Wale, his mm-hmm. Maybach music. Yeah. Um, and then Black Market was the album, but Black yes, Dollar was Black the Black Dollar, was, that's, that's the one he should have released first. Yeah. That's the one he should have released first. But again, to me, that's Dev Jam. If Dev Jam returned, if they told him no on Rich Forever, yeah. I'm, pl- I'm blaming Dev Jam for that, too. Well, you blaming Dev Jam for everything. Yeah, huh? yeah. <laughs> Fuck the they, they fucked with a lot of my favorite artists that have been on the labels for them over the Why years. Why is Trump elected? <laughs> Blame Def Jam. Yep. Might as well. <laughs> Fuck the label. <laughs> anyway. Sounds like a good idea to me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, all in all. In all Port of Miami 2. This was a very, very good album. It was. Very good. Yeah, I want say to that. I, I want to do uh, the opposite of what we did for Chance's album. Which is crazy. Um, no, no. Which is... Uh, <laughs> I, want to get the, I want to get the critiques out the way first. Because the praise I have for this album oh. far 
outweigh the critiques. So I, I, unlike the chance where we had to look for positives, had to look for positives. <laughs> I just want to get some of the critiques I had out the way. Yeah, for, you, for you get it out the way. You get it out. Um, so the main critique There's I had nothing. No, <laughs> the main critique I had for this one was it just didn't feel like that typical Ross record where it was fully cinematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of his like, albums have like, that feel. You know what I'm saying? There's that intro record. Act the Fool is okay. And I say this, it's funny because I say this knowingly recognizing Teflon Don for me is his classic album. Mm-hmm. And Act the Fool sounds like I'm not a, a star. more watered down, I'm not a star. Was, uh, I, on yeah. my version of Teflon Don, I had Mafia Music 2 intro as the fucking intro track for mm-hmm. Teflon Don and shit. But I know what you mean. Yeah. And I don't want to say watered down like Act the Fool is bad. It's just to open the record with that. Yeah. At least, and, and then leading the and, uh, what is it? I'm not a star. It still felt cin- cinematic. Yeah. Like, there's still elements. Yeah. Act of Fool, it kind of just jumped right in. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Okay. Yeah, but it was the only trap song on the album, if you notice. The only trap sounding shit. Because everything else was just smooth. There was that, but then um, Born to Kill so kind of had that trap. Kind of, but that was yeah. kind of just more smooth sound. It was a smoother shit. trap. Yeah, it was like, there was the only hard bass hitting, like, trap sound. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. vintage rock. Yeah, so, so, right. so, so it was that. Right. Um, the transitions didn't sound as crisp to me on this one. Mm, it nope. kind of just sounded like shit just jumped right in. Right into it. So it yeah. was no lead-ins, you know what I'm saying? Like... You know, you know how a Ross record usually is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you think about War Ready, mm-hmm. the lead up to get into the track. Yeah, like the the little the talking excerpt, and yeah. then all of a sudden that little build up where they put that that forty War Drake Ready. effect where it kind of yeah, 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 yeah. It just it wasn't that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then probably just the sequencing, just a little bit. Like you probably could have played certain songs in different places. Yes. Um, for sure. So I mean, those are my three critiques. Now, mm-hmm. once I get past. The critiques. That is great. Like, on the third listen, once I get past that on the, my third listen, because I probably listened to this shit probably five or six times this weekend. I listened to it. That's all I listened mm. to this weekend. Once I got past that, I was like, all right, it still doesn't matter. This is still a fucking great ass album. See, my only critique here is the only, um, the only thing that was missing was What's Free and of a certain verse that we'll get to in a bit. <laughs> because What's Free, that's on Meek's album, that was supposed to be on Port of Miami, too. And I feel if you put that if you put that right before Maybach Music Six and just a certain verse added, it would have been just like Mwah, perfection. See, for me, I would I know what you're saying because yeah. of the impact of the record. Yeah, but for me, he was smart to give that to me mm-hmm. because number one, he had the weakest verse on that, <laughs> and with all the one of the praises about this album is that all the features there was no bad feature on this album, not one. Right. But even with their them giving him A1 material as a featured artist, yeah. Ross wasn't outshined. At all. He was either still on par or he still was the main attraction. If, if, if people would have listened to that and got to What's Free and, and heard that whole verse, I'm like, I don't want to listen to nothing else. That's, yes, that's what I'm saying. Like Until it, you heard, you know, if, if a certain feature happened on Maybach Music 6 and then you heard Gold Roses, it would have been like back to back to back, just like, oh my. So... Yeah. Yeah, but other than that, I have no issues with this album. No. None. Turnpike Ike was amazing. That Nobody's favorite was Gunplay had one of the best verses. The couple people hit me up. They're like, when did Gunplay start rapping like that? And I was like, man. always been rapping like that. But no, I I was joking with them. I was like, fam. I was like, I got to. I can only think of when you go to love and hip hop Mm -hmm. after you've been on a Kendrick record and realize that all that shit doesn't happen for you every single day. Uh So when Ross calls you back. 
you take full advantage of it. That's what it sounded like for me. Even yeah. though I know Gunplay could rap, yeah. it just sounded like he had a different perspective. And he's like, oh, I got to kill this shit. Like, hey, this mm. can't be another yeah, feature. He, he fucking okay. rapped his ass off. He needs, man, he needs I'll give you that. Ross needs to executive produce his, like, album. Like, I'm not saying debut, but he needs to, Ross needs to really make Gunplay a project. Well, he's not on the label anymore. Really? He hasn't been on the label for years. So what label is he on? He was on an in- he was on an indie when he dropped his debut. Well, whatever the case, Ross needs to make him a project. He needs to just executive produce an album or something. Just yeah. something. Because hmm. he's too good of a rapper. Um, what else was there? Summer Rain was uh, fire with Summer Walker. Mm-hmm. What? Um, I, I don't want to go through all of yeah, them. Yeah, that's all I don't want to yeah. touch on the same songs. But uh, Meek Mill, to me, had the best featured verse on Bogus Charms. Oh, yeah. Um... That that's what I'm talking about. The cinematic that yeah. was cinematic as fuck. Oh yeah, um, big time of course. Was yeah, rich nigga lifestyle, sweet. Rest in peace to Nip. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that because it was literally the same fucking sample. <laughs> yeah, Nipsey fucking dissed <laughs> six nine even from beyond. Did he diss or did he tell the truth? You. He kind of told the truth, man. Well, like, just told the, I, mean, I don't know if it's a diss if you tell yeah, the truth. Well, he just told the truth from beyond, from the afterlife. From all, the he did, afterlife. All, he, all he did was say, you know, why are people surprised? Like, I mean, it's the truth. Yeah. And he said it so nonchalantly, too. <laughs> he said it hella nonchalantly. Like, I mean, duh. Yeah. Like, what you expect? Born to Kill was decent with Jeezy. Um... I still pray. Why? Why? What's the name? I why Lucy and Ball Greasy? They had those were good ass verses on that one. Ball Greasy killed that hook. He sure oh, did. Hell yeah! Nah, he he he, he destroyed did. that hook. Yep. And running the streets, fucking a boogie and fucking what's his name? Denzel Curry killed that shit too. Mm. Yeah, Vegas res red. How do you say it? Res- residency. residency. I love that beat. That song. It's fucking amazing. Oh yes, fucking amazing. So then let's. And it wasn't even. It wasn't even just that. Like Ross was rapping. Oh yes. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like his highest caliber of rapping. I've always never doubted Ross's pen because he could. He could rap. He can rap. It was his highest caliber. I I haven't rapped. I haven't rapped like this since. I think probably Mastermind. That was how I felt. He was really rapping his ass off. Yeah. He was on his shit. And, you know, we already know about fucking, you know, Gold Roses. We've talked about that shit. Yeah. So, yeah. let's get to the main hey. event. Give me that. Maybach Music 6. Now, we already know the history. We all thought it was going to be Pusher, and it's the rumor that Pusher T and Lil Wayne on the same record. So, when this album dropped, I was busy doing some shit. That was literally the first record I went to. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Is are they here? <laughs> like, is is it happening? Is it on some? Oh my god! Okay, it's happening. Yeah. So, I listened to it. John Legend on the hook. I'm like, okay. And the beat was Justice League, of course. So mm-hmm. cinematics with the jazzy feel and shit like that. And then I heard Ross. I'm like, okay, Ross. And I'm like, who's next? When the hook came, I'm like, who's next? And I heard Lil Wayne. I'm like, okay, okay. And it kept going. It kept going. And then it just ended. And I was like, what kind of shit is that? So I went on Twitter. I'm like, okay, someone leak it. Because <laughs> so, he knew his shit was coming. It man. was there. It had, and literally, Twitter just round of applause. Round of applause to Loki. Shout out to religious listener for us every week, Contos. Oh yeah, of course, Contos. Yeah, he he got me because uh, Loki dropped it, and I saw it, and I was like, okay, I'll get it tomorrow. Yeah, not I was half asleep, uh-huh. not realizing. Nah. Wait. Epic is going to snatch that As soon shit. as he posted yeah, that, seriously. I liked it right and away. went on my laptop like, let me get this shit now. Oh so, oh, so that kills the... You still go on your laptop for Twitter? Hey, man. I killed that, huh? I killed that the <laughs> I had to get that leak, man. I had to get it. So, so overall, okay, what can we say about this? So, are we going to talk about the original one or should we just talk about how it's supposed to be listened to? 
Um, the original was well, the wingless, the little, no, the pusherless, the, the pusherless, yeah, the, pus- yeah. the pusherless. <laughs> uh, it was still good, but obviously, in, in comparison, you know, it's, yeah. there, there's only no. one version. <laughs> uh, I immediately downloaded I, the track and I deleted the wing, the I, pusher I, version. <laughs> I, well, no, I, I no, you just you added the extended. Yeah, well, I just, you but, substituted the full version for the just the. But when you have version. it, when you have it on your thing, you have it the push. You have it Maybach Music Six. The you did you actually call it the expanded version? No, I just exactly. I call it, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. You yeah, took yeah, it off yeah, and yeah. just put the extended version. Yeah, the extended. Place. Yeah, you added the one with push. Exactly, yeah. plain and simple. Yeah, see, I <laughs> downloaded that shit. It downloads MP3, mm-hmm. and then I watched that motherfucker. We watched for, it, as and man. I'm not going to say it because of incrimination. But for those <laughs> tech nerds like me and their music, you understand exactly what the mm. fuck I'm talking about when mm. I say I downloaded it and I had to wash it like it was dirty money. <laughs> yeah. Launder that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Launder the fuck out of that. Man, actually, now it's on my Apple Music and now everybody's looking like, damn. And I was like, hey, the you power, nigga. You know, know, you know. know, you know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so... It was a great song in Pusha's verse, man. Just that was a victory lap. Oh my god! A very victory lap. It was just he was clearly. It was like it was sub raps, and I said it was a whole bunch of bars that was if the shoe fits. Yeah. Yep. Because <laughs> he didn't mention nobody's name. Coming after us. That's man. why the epic sound is over too. Uh, and it ain't an official song. Still yeah, true. What is there to say? Like, killed it. Like, he literally, everyone was talking about that verse, and you could tell he was talking about Aubrey. He was talking about um, probably, there was a little slight jabs at Wayne on there. He was giving at the whole fucking crew. He said, all you niggas are weird. (laughs) (laughs) He said the club, and when he said niggas, what's the Houston line? What was it? The picture's worth a thousand words, Mr. Houston. It was, like you said, it was a double entendre. It was, had to be. Because you, I, I, when I heard that, the first thing I thought of was, like, oh, he was, he's talking about Jay Prince. Picture's worth a thousand words. I'm thinking of the blackface and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, the blackface Aubrey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And just But then him. also, the yeah. picture's worth a thousand words. His album cover was Whitney Houston's. Yeah. Wow. You know, wow. Dress, or counter or whatever the hell. He's, he's, in a, he's in a different league. Yeah. Don't mess with him. He's a different. He's from. He's from the era that we recognize. Yes, as the elite era, right? And you just said it. And this is why I wanted it to be right after I put "What's Free." If I had, I had "What's Free." You would have that verse from Ho, and then the next verse you would have Pusher, and then literally the next track after that was Gold Roses. 
Roses, Gold Roses featuring Drake. Well, and it's so funny after you hear Push's verse, when you hear Gold Roses, you hear Drake say, I don't know, man, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, shit, man, what can I say? Yeah, on that version, it's, that's, yeah, it's, it's just funny to transition with that. Like, uh-huh. in between Wayne and Drake. Yeah, it's the, it's push. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is which is funny. Yeah, and then it was just it would have been like wow, that's just man. And well, anyway, so um, Ross, Ross did a whole bunch of interviews about what happened and why he took Push's verse off, and he just said, you know, it just wasn't the right time, you know. Just even though he spent the whole week saying leading up to the album that he wanted <laughs> to spread peace and all types of shit towards him, and then when the album dropped, he's like, yeah, at that moment I thought it just wasn't the right time, but you know, pretty soon, like probably you know, here I'm gonna have them all on the record. I'm gonna oh. have Kanye. I'm gonna have Pusher, Wayne, and Drake on the same record. I oh. just laughed and went. <laughs> No, I don't think he meant he was, was going to be on his record. He wants them all together. He I think scared. what he was talking about was f- facilitating and being the mediator. Right. Yeah, the trying to make sure right. they're all yeah. going to be on the same record together. Yeah. I mean, uh, nah. No. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck with that. I've seen Stranger Things. I, you know yeah, so, I mean, I, I agree with you, bro. Like, yeah. am, I, am, I, am I holding my breath on it? No. Nope. But I yeah. have seen... I mean, this is the same nigga where, you know, him and Jeezy beat for six years for nothing but in, in yeah. retrospect. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they haven't stopped making records with each other. That's and that shit was borderline, if I'm not mistaken, that had some street value in it. Okay, yeah. Remember when Hov and Oz did that whole tour of features with people? After they, after they like, squashed their beef, they jumped on Ludacris's record, and they jumped on a few other people. They yeah. were on each mm-hmm. other's records. Mm-hmm. Called, like, a tour of peace. Yeah. <laughs> shit. I mean, shit. Um, T.I. and Ludacris. Mm. That you know, yeah. There were there were some implications behind the scenes with that. Yeah, yeah. and then they did a whole fucking. Then they yeah they were on each other's albums nonstop. But it was clear, right? But time. you already know, right. clear as day. Somebody called. I'm not gonna say I know anything, but you could tell so, somebody within the Young Money camp heard that verse from Pusha and was just like, no. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you know, the, yeah. both the verses were cleared to go. Uh, yeah, right. so, uh, apparently yeah. from yeah, what Ross said, everything was signed off, ready right. to go. And shit. We yeah. were gonna have. I probably stopped 2019, <laughs> or maybe four three two one, or four three two one, or one of those verses. Like you remember when Game jumped to that song with Yuck Mouth when they were still in the middle yep. of their beef, oh, yeah. and Game still dissed them clear. Yep. <laughs> it was like peace something too. That something. was the name of the track. Like, and then he like, still the and he still dissed them. Yuck Mouth was talking hella like rapping normal, and then Game just nah, came he was, under. He was big enough Game like yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Game dissed them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, I gotta love hip hop, man. But this album. Great. So that leads me to the question: Since this is Port of Miami two, a sequel to the out to albums, what are the best album sequels in your opinion? The best album sequels? Hmm. Yeah, that you actually enjoy in your opinion. Uh, that's a good question. I can't even think of sequels right now. I know. Only for, built, I'm, I'm having. I, I have only have got like a few. Only built for Cuban links too. I did not like sequel. that. I love that hmm. shit. But I didn't see. I didn't like it because RZA wasn't the main producer. That's mm. why I didn't like it. That makes sense. Why see, for you? for me. When we're talking sequels, that, and that's this isn't as much of a critique mm-hmm. as much as a wish list I would have had for Port of Miami too. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have, it would have been nice to have Cool and Dre and the Runners produce tracks on here. Oh yeah, just that way you know there's a connection from yeah, the first yeah. one. Yeah. Like to me, that would have been dope. Gunplay by himself was cool, but to have the entire Triple C's would have been amazing. Uh, okay. Um. There was uh, there was the cat on the first uh, Port of Miami, um, I think his name was uh, was J Rock or something. 
but he was on Pots and Pans. Mm. It would have been nice to hear a Pots and Pans too. Yeah, with him coming back, or right. or the other cat Rodney. Like there were just elements where it's like you didn't have to bring everybody back from the first one. You just had some, re- just revisit, there, just some have a elements. connection to bring it in. Like I, I really felt that was a missed opportunity because I felt Cool and Dre could have set him up with a perfect intro type track. Yeah, I yeah, get you on that. yeah, yeah. You know sure. what I'm saying? Like the way they use the samples. Yeah, and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like for me, my like I said, only built for Cuban links too. I really fuck with that. Because I know I'm an M fan. I knew it was coming. Yeah, of course. The Marshall Battles LP2 was a great yeah, sequel to I'm me. I'm not going to say nothing. But because I mean. it was, he revisited, like, his, not only his, not only Marshall Matters 1, because it was like certain subjects, but he was looking at it from a more mature angle. Right. Instead of yeah. how he looked yeah. at it from, you know, when he was young. Um, Chronic 2001, obviously. I was going to say that. that. Yeah. Uh, That's, that was yeah. the first one on my mind. Yeah, Chronic 2001. That. What are the and there one? was a connection too. If you, you were like yeah. you're talking about the next episode, no, nah, next episode. Was, oh well, I, I mean, you you missed that. Doctor Dre's discography to me is the Godfather trilogy. Okay, yeah, like, yeah, I, I can see that. I can yeah. see that. Like all the characters play you a role. So yeah. 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 yeah, And let's see. I want to say the Blueprint sequels, but uh, <laughs> I like Blue, Blueprint Two. Had a great uh-uh. tracks. Blueprint Three was it's just out there. Um, Blackout Two with Meth and Red. That was that was, that was, that was good. good. Yeah, that, that was, was a very good. good. Sequel. That was one other sequel. Documentary. That. Part two, documentary two, or yeah. two point five or, or 2. whatever. 5, whichever but, one. Yes, that yeah. was it, it passed one. the bar enough. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was thinking, I'm, I'm thinking of another sequel. Um, shit, another album, another hip hop sequel. There really hasn't been that many. There was one more. I feel, I feel like there's, there's a lot, lot, dude. <laughs> I can't think of any off the top of my head. Right Just Dream Chasers too, but that's that's more of a. That's a mixtape series. Though. Yeah, and then same with mm. Dream Chasers. I mean, are we count mixtape series or are we strictly keeping it on albums? Mixtape series, they do oh, a volume every year. Forever. I'm just talking yeah. about. Yeah, I'm just kind of talking about like sequels to like classic albums and shit like that. But that's. But you know what I mean. Like, say if Hove ever did a Reasonable Doubt too. So I don't think that's ever going to happen. But oh, I'm tripping. Carter two. <laughs> oh I shit! I was, I was thinking about the Carter Dirty series. Sprite two. Yeah, DS. Oh, fuck. What yeah. the hell? Yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm, 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 yeah, I'm D- Oh, yeah, I thought uh, DS2. Um, Steelmatic would be a... Steelmatic, yeah, that would be a, a sequel. sequel. That's a sequel. That's a yeah. sequel. Volume 2. Mm. Hard, Hard Knock Life. Yeah. That, to yeah, me, out of all the volumes, Hard Knock 2, or Volume 2 is the best one. Yeah, yeah, that is a sequel. Yeah, Volume 2. How do you guys feel about Run the Jewels 2? Yeah, I wasn't ever... I, I never cared about Run the Jewels. I, I understood yeah. it. Not, not too big on them like that. But I know the, yeah... Like, I like them, don't get me wrong. When I hear it, it's cool, but... What were the worst sequels? Blueprint 2. Blueprint 2. Easy. Yeah. Without question. Carter 4. <sighs> yeah. See, once you get past 3 to me, that's when we start getting into a franchise. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, no, longer, it's no longer a sequel to me. Like, <laughs> See, it's, it's, like a it's a franchise now. That's so. I hope stopped after 3. Yeah. I hope he doesn't continue. Yeah. Um, I'm not... Hmm. I'm trying to think what was the worst one, but it was just like like I said, like two Jay, Jay kind of gets yeah, saved definitely. because there was a Blueprint three. Uh, so he to me, did, it's kind of it kind of falls into that franchise. He did Blueprint three. two because he was in his feelings after the whole Ether shit. He wanted to prove himself. So yeah, but then you got to blame Young well, Guru for making him do the whole double album and shit. So whatever, his yeah. fault. Yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll admit that. <laughs> <laughs> he will admit that. Uh, okay, what albums do you feel need a sequel? If you could, if if you ever want someone to make an album sequel, well. I don't necessarily. This there's not rough. a lot right. There's not a lot right now. Yeah. But I would tell you that for sure, what would have been a dope ass situation, and it did present itself at the right time, 
was Doggy Style 2 around 99, 2000. Mm-hmm. Because remember, that's when he started working back with Dre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dre, I don't think Master P would have had any issue with Dre coming in to produce the whole album again. Yeah. Yep. He did it for I, the last meal, didn't he? Or he, he didn't produce the whole, but he did, most of it, he did yeah. a good portion of the tracks. Yeah. Yep. So I don't think he would have had an issue doing that. Right. Um, you know, they had basically all of them were off death row at the time so it wasn't like there were contractual situations right yeah. i think the only situation that was going on was daz and him were beefing at the time mm. because of the money situation mm-hmm. um come on but that's family shit yeah so yeah, I mean, right. you know, yeah yeah but you know and for a lot of people who don't know that's why daz wasn't in the next episode video yeah he was, so you feel he doggy was style too but see it was it, it only could have been at that time uh, i don't want to hear doggy style too now that's it's, how it's I, far too late that's yeah, how i feel yeah. about watch the throne too if it ever happens i do not want to watch the throne too i feel watch the throne was literally the once in a lifetime event that happened and uh-huh. and now hove and yay are kind of on literally not even on the same wavelength right now or mentally they're just on two different paths right now and just to make that it'd be like water and ice yeah they're on water and ice water and, water ice. and oil it goes together <laughs> yeah like, uh, water and oil you know what sound right yeah, I, got, right I got you I, got like, you. I think those go very well yeah, together yeah. it'll be like yeah. water and oil it just yeah. would not mix well right now just, um enough time has passed I mean for the the average hip hop listener that's probably way past the limit but I'm still anxious to hear Loso's way too from Fab. Yeah. I really did like the first Love Souls one. Hmm. Yeah. So, okay. you know, enough time has passed if he ever does decide to do it. It's funny. People want Drake to do Take Care too. You no, know, so far gone too. I'm like, dude. Well, he's past that. You know yeah, what he's saying? way. He and I, I wouldn't, even, past. I wouldn't even say he's past it in so terms of like far. He's past that? Bigger. Hey. I wouldn't even say he's, yeah, that's a good one. I wouldn't even say he's past <laughs> in terms really. like that he's bigger than it. I just think his sound's different. Yeah. yeah. So he's For like, sure. that's what I'm saying. Like, he's past that. Yeah. Now, could he. Flip it in 2021 or 20 next year, and mm-hmm. you know, wait for the 10 year anniversary, and then yeah. as a sequel, sure. Hmm. I mean, that's why I like. That's why I like about the Marshall Meadows LP too, because it was like he he revisited content from that album just from a very very different perspective. That's how that's kind of how I look at album sequels. Just look at it from a different perspective or so like that, a different outlook, I guess. I'm trying to think of some more that would be dope because. I wonder, like, what is, when R&B has, R. Kelly got a bunch of nasty-ass mm. sequels. TP, TP2 and all that. Yeah, yeah. Like, so he's, yeah. he's yeah. you know. No, I don't even, no one really had no sequels. No one, mm, no. Nah, not that I know of, that I can think of. Yeah. I don't think no one ever had, like, Brian, what's his name? Not Brian McKnight, but I'm trying to think, like, Michael never dropped Thriller 2. Mm. <laughs> you know. That Prince, would be fucking horrible. Prince never dropped Purple, Purple Rain 2. Which was a movie, I'm saying. Yeah, that would... Well, that Whitney was a soundtrack, though, so I mean... Yeah, but I'm saying Jan Jackson never did Velvet Rope 2 or Janet yeah, 2. Uh, can you imagine if they did, though? Like, like that's just, the yeah, thing just about hearing it. it. Like, you just, yeah, like, it just... It doesn't, doesn't sound nah, right. Nah, 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 nah. Uh, th- like, when you said Thriller, I was like, no. Yeah, never touch it. No. Even Michael <laughs> just never want to do it. Michael never want to do that type of shit. He always wants to, like, <laughs> go on to the next one. Yeah. Well, you trying to look for R&B sequels? Just to see if they're, you know, that they're around. Right. Maybe song sequels, I can see that. But see, yeah, to me, like, song sequels kind of like, so, that kind of goes along too. with the Yeah, Confessions, remakes. Confessions 2 and shit like that, yeah. Like, R. Well, Kelly yeah, did like a whole, and he did a whole series with the whole Mr. Big situation. Ugh. I know, but I'm just saying, he did that. I know. Yeah. But, hey, contagious. I'm glad we didn't yeah. bring up E-40, because E-40 qualifies for me under the franchise. <laughs> yeah. He is a franchise. He's a whole franchise. <laughs> he's an anthology series. He's, he's a Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's, he's got his own, franchise. He's got his own Fast and Furious series Shit. going yeah. on with Pretty the, much. the Black Bro Shores. Oh my god, that was like five of them. Um, Migos did Culture too, but... Yeah, 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 yeah they one. did. 
That was You're a bad right. one, yeah. I forgot about that. that Nikki, was, oh, Nikki yeah. did fucking Roman Reloaded. Ugh. Yeah. You get to that. You get to her in a bit. Um, Push did one, but I don't qualify because the first one was a mixtape. Which, which one? Fear, Fear of God. Oh, yeah. Okay. They did Fear of God 2. And was that like, yeah. But then the... Um, no, because they had like 12 tracks on it. Yeah. But then there were like five tracks from the first Fear of God yeah. tape that were on that. So I was like, ah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Nah, I, I see what you... Oh, Hunger for More 2. Uh, yeah, that was I'm, it was alright alright it, it, like, it, it was alright damn wasn't wasn't uh, groundbreaking I Am Sue at Kilt 2 Kilt 2 was actually was really good great that, great follow up yeah, yeah was. I remember that, that one for sure really I remember good. seeing Son Tank. of a Pimp 2 yeah oh, of course bruh Great, movie. that was a great album. Damn, that shit just hit me too. I was like, oh shit. I see, the, see, the Bay, I don't, I don't want like to put the Bay because the Bay, like, there's a sequel for everything for almost every rapper's, every rapper's discography. Albums. Like, look at Filthy Rich. Like, he has whole sequels. That's for, what I was saying. Like, not every mixtapes and all that Dre kind of didn't stuff. didn't have none. No, but I'm saying in general, Bay well, rappers. No, have he sequels. did. Don't hate the player part too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Shit. Filthy <laughs> Rich has like a whole series for not not enough real niggas left. One, two. I think he did a third one too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. enough real niggas left. Yeah. yeah, man. I just my for me what makes franchises a, album yeah. franchises that's what we call them. For me, well, oh, and then um, Ray Strummer with Strum Life Two. Yeah. But I mean, they qualify for mm. a franchise themselves when they yeah. release three. Strum Life Three. But for me, what, Shit, what three, make, four, five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in, in their instance, I get it because yeah. with them, their sound is so. It's. Don't get me wrong. They have timeless records where if you play it at any given point, it's still gonna hit. Oh yeah. For yeah. But for the records they make, they only have a certain set of time to make those records. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, they start because they don't have enough. Um, like what are some of their softer joints? They don't have a, enough of the softer joints to then transition into the next decade. Like they, they, and I'm not saying that as that they're bad artists. Yeah. It's just they kind of put themselves in this bubble where mm. that's their sound, and it's only gonna last that's, so long yeah, because everybody's Migos gonna, too. everybody's gonna. Migos is different. Migos, they're they're more versatile. Like you yeah. can hear, I can hear them on. Deep records, party records, yeah, street but records. They shouldn't like, call their next yeah. album Culture Three. It's like, that, and to me, that doesn't even show growth. That just goes, you're going back to the same model y'all did for the last two ones. But you know what I mean. But, but for me, what, what for me, what I want in maybe that's something we see in the future is you know rappers and R and B going into sequels. What I would like to see is again you you bring in certain acts and parties from the first one. To just show there's still that mm-hmm. that pipeline, yeah, yeah. Because um, again, like again, for for as dope as this Ross album was to me, you put Cool and Dre and the Runners on there. It's now it's now yeah, game. now it sounds like there's that there's a connection there. Yep. We forgot one last sequel. What was that? Bow Wow. New Jack City Part Two. Well, he never had a New Jack City. <laughs> I one. know. Just... <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not on Bow Wow. That's that's JD. J- Jermaine Dupri. I don't know, that know that why album. he called it that. It's <laughs> full of fucking female hits. Like nigga, what were you? Uh, yeah, shit. Shit. That's a random ass. You know that that to me that's barter six. <laughs> Shit. Like that shit ain't got nothing to do with I nothing. Couldn't believe, like, I'll never forget when the young. Now that's a sequel. No, I that, that's a that's a standalone. Uh, 
That's franchise. fucking belly too. I, yeah, yeah, I couldn't believe when uh. Young Thug really wanted to call his album Carter Six because he wanted to quote unquote continue the legacy and all this shit. And then when Lil Wayne literally just sent him a cease and desist letter, like, no nigga, yeah, get the fuck out, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, then he, you know, and he called it Barter Six. And then all of a sudden, I remember the Young Thug fans were going like, "Oh, Lil Wayne's a hoe ass for that." I'm like, "How's he a hoe ass for protecting his his brand? Are you serious?" Yeah, yeah that's the equivalent of riffraff trying to fucking call his shit the Marshall Matters LP Three. <laughs> what? Or an F. And you know the irony of that too. Shit. You know the irony of that too is you know they would be calling foul and bitching and complaining if some other rapper came out and released a new slime season. Slime season, mm. yeah. So it's like because yep. I remember, I do remember the Barters they're like, oh, he's gonna do it, so Wayne might as well just let it happen anyways. But it's like I remember, they were saying that. Yeah, they were dead ass saying like, oh, see, it's Carter fighting, never coming back. So this is let's just get it out the way now. So then, so I would I could just imagine what happened with slime season five if some random some random if, uh, if designer came out. <laughs> what if Lil Wayne just decided to do it? Oof, oof. bro. Yeah, yeah. That's the last thing I don't want to hear Wayne no more. No. So, um, I, yeah, part so, yeah. of five was a nice send off. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that, I, that that's what I would look for in a in an album sequel. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Album sequels they're needed if it's warranted. If you yeah. feel like you came, oh, we forgot Young Jeezy. Oh, that's a franchise. Yeah, that's a franchise. Yeah, that is a franchise. Like 104 is dropping next week. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's a franchise. But album sequels are interesting. If you have the balls of Nate to do a sequel to your classic album and it's and and it's on par with it, yeah, or has like the same impact, hey man, yeah. I mean, Cuddy did Man of the Moon, Man of the Moon too. Yeah, I wasn't. Mm. I didn't really feel that one. I, I kind of liked it. That was mm. that was a good sequel. I never was. I never was like the biggest Cuddy fan. Cuddy like, is I too take emo. Him in. Yeah, too damn emo. So I, I remember it got a lot of praise, and I was like, "It's just it's, not me. It's not for me. Too too emo." Yeah, yeah, I get you. Anyway, other than that, Port of Miami, Ross. Give me a hell yeah! Came with it, man. Came with it, man. Came with it. One of the best rap albums this year. Yeah. Other albums dropped. Shit. I only listen to Ross. So what else dropped, JC? PJ Morton. <laughs> PJ Morton to me has always been interesting. He was always like the most random signing for Young Money back in the day. Morton. Yeah, he's the R. He's the R and B singer from New Orleans. He just did I not fit that. Young Money because I, I just remember looked. that Indian dude they had. Jay Sean, that yeah. was South Street Cash Money. Shit. So, do you remember him? Yeah. Yeah. But PJ Morton just came in like he has a he has this classical sound to him. Like he's he's an urban R&B mm. but he just has like you could tell he's got classical music training in his background and it plays uh, so it just yeah. didn't make sense when he was young money so to find out now he's independent he's been dropping albums over the past few years he's actually he's working with Gazi because he's Empire huh. being distributed through him um, so this is a 10 track album I liked it I'm glad I played it yesterday versus Friday and Saturday because I just wouldn't have been able to receive it well it's very I don't want to say it's because it's not gospel in any way it just has that Sound, mm. so it's it wasn't it's not gonna suit you on if you're trying to turn up or if you're looking for that R&B to turn up to. Right, mm, it's more right. of like and I don't want to even call it inspirational music because I don't want to do them a disservice. It's wholesome. It's good music. It just it's better played for when you're winding down. Um, he does his own rendition of uh, the Get Band's "Yearning for Your Love," which I thought was pretty hmm. it was pretty good. Huh. Jasmine Sullivan's on here. Oh. Rhapsody makes an appearance, which PJ Moore returns the favor on, which we'll get into. Yeah, you get to her later. Because she's dropping Eve next week, so he returns the favor on her track list, so he'll be on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he has Angela Rye um, talking. As he has a, it's The last song is called MAGA? Where they're questioning, okay, well, when was America really great again? And, you know, how, yeah, it's nice. I got album. 
That's, Never. That is basically sums up what Angela Rice Ever. <laughs> Sounds like fucking flex. Never. Yeah. Ever. But overall, if you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> overall, if, you, if, if you're looking for that traditional sounding army, this you is... want to tell the truth. <laughs> oh shit! If you're looking for Walk that traditional right sound, that. this is this is the joint for you. Uh, yeah. I would definitely recommend it. Anyway, the Dang Dollar dropped something. I was shocked about this. I wasn't. This is his third album. I was yeah, shocked. Seriously. I didn't know it was going to come until, you know, when Ross dropped. Like, oh, Dang Dollar dropped this shit. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, it, it's to be expected. It's the off season. Like, this is the yeah. only time he's going to drop a record. How many tracks? Window. It's only 10. Okay. It's a 30 minute album. To me, so the first two albums, um, I even think I spoke about each one yeah, on the you podcast. Did. You did. Um, there, he definitely had that, like, those deep soul, like, you look deep in your soul type records to mm-hmm. like you know introspective. show introspective joints yeah. to show that if he didn't play ball he can make it as a rapper right. right and this isn't to say anything bad about this joint because I like it mm. but this album is purely yeah I just signed for two hundred million dollars <laughs> let's ball <laughs> oh damn. like it's it's hmm. literally that and again I'm not saying anything bad about it I like the records he's got a joint with uh, called Bestie um, which is the the friends with benefits joint which is funny to me considering he's had the same. It's been the same relationship for all these years, but you know, yeah, you got you got to make those type of records. <laughs> mm-hmm. It shocked the hell out of me when Mozzie started rapping, and I was like, Mozzie's on here, bet. Wow. Uh, Wayne, of course, he's worked with Wayne in the past, so Wayne? Wayne is on yeah, the, oh, the opening track. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's got Jeremiah on here. Wow. On hmm. uh, Moneyball. Moneyball actually right. got picked up on a few. Uh, one of titles, uh, summertime playlist, one of their official playlists. Oh wow! They picked wow. up uh, Moneyball for that. Damn, so That's he's on that up. Shaquille O'Neal run with rapping and playing basketball. No. Okay. Dame is the best baller I have heard rap. Shaq just kind of did it when it was like, because who's going to tell a motherfucker that's 7'1", 260 pounds? No, you didn't can't. Didn't he go like, platinum? Bro, stop. He went platinum, didn't he? Yeah, but who's going to tell who's him? Who's going to tell him no? <laughs> no. Yeah, true. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> like, saying? Like, seriously. Yeah, Dame, he Dame to me is, yeah. Dame without basketball could have been a Top good, Bay Area rapper out here. Not even a Bay Area rapper. Right, Dame could have been a rapper. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't want to over, you know, over hype him. Be like, yeah, he would have been at the top. Oh, no, he's, I'm just, he's, I'm he's just dope. He would have made a living well as a rapper. Yeah. He's dope, yeah. for sure. It's just like, yeah, we're speaking of Shaq. That's like, why when he gets a two hundred million dollar contract. I'm like, he could have went all out on the features. <laughs> he could have got Jay Z if he really you know what wanted. Like, he, he, yeah, <laughs> like he could have announced, you know, hey, I'm signing to Rock Nation management. <laughs> By the wow. way, I got Jay. You know what I'm saying? Like he could have yeah, went that route. Not, but, not as an athlete. But yeah. as an artist, as an artist, yeah. But, <laughs> but I do appreciate him. Keeping probably it. will fuck around and do that too. Yeah, I yeah. do appreciate him keeping it. You know, around the home base, he got he has a cat, uh, Brookfield Deuce. Obviously, Brookfield. Oh, yeah. That's his his boy. Yeah, Brookfield yeah. Deuce. That's, a, that's a raw ass name. Yeah, uh, Derek Milano's on here. Who? He's an R and B singer that he's been on a bunch of tracks before. Oh, okay. Um. So yes. Yeah, just That's what fuck. he does on his off season. Just drop a fucking album out of nowhere, out of nowhere. But just soon as soon as the playoffs were over with, he was like, "Welcome to the playoffs. Write my album now." The way to make this killer for me is if somewhere he would have found, uh, he would have found a way to put that uh, the that, call of him hitting the shot over Paul George. Oh, oh. Then I'd have been like, yes. "Bye bye." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Had a song called "Bye Bye." Well, bye. Well, not in sync sample. <laughs> that was the uh, what do you call it? The one he did with uh, Marvin Bagley, right? When they were going back and forth, he named it Bye Bye. Yeah, but I mean, had for, the, he had that. But uh, I'm not, I'm not saying a record to go at Paul George. I'm just saying just a general record. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Going I, at somebody. I, I get you. I'm just yeah. saying, but he said it would have been tight if he named a song Bye Bye. Oh, yeah. like, he kind of yeah, already yeah. did. Bye Bye. <laughs> but overall, I, I fucked with it. Like, it's, it's, 
This week was a good week for music. It really was. Like, hey, it's the Grammy cutoff date is this month, so everyone's trying to get in where they fit in. Yep. So, anyway, RJ, Mr. L.A. dropped his shit. Uh, before that, Dom Kennedy dropped. Dom, oh, yeah, I forgot. My his ass. A sequel. Well, he didn't drop. <laughs> hey, look at that. It's a sequel. He, <laughs> didn't, he didn't drop OPM, the, the label drop. That's why I don't count that as a sequel. That, yeah. to me, is like the Fizz Nations. Yeah. <laughs> those, ah, like, those aren't sequels. Yeah. Those are compilations. Yeah. Um, this joint was 18 tracks just under an hour, so it was perfect timing. Mm. Nico G4 went off. I don't know. The, yes. For cats who are familiar with OPM, mm. uh, Nico G4 has always been around Dom. And... I want to hear more. Like it's yeah, been unfortunate that he, you know, he hasn't put out a lot. J three hundred five, of course, floated throughout this. The one of the highlights was Pharaohs with Dom, J three hundred five, and Game. Um, of course, there's the mention of Nipsey on a oh, couple tracks. Obviously, yeah. Aisha Monet. That's a name everybody should start getting familiar that with. Sounds so familiar. So this is an R&B singer that he signed. Ah. Um, she's on Boss Moves, and yeah, oh, I hope she starts yeah. getting the push. Mm. Because she's her voice is really nice. It meshes with the style that he brings with OPM. Um, and then you got Warm uh, Warm Brew, who of course they were on uh, the Cool Kids uh, a while back. So mm. of course, if you're a Dom Kennedy fan, then that was mandatory for you to listen to. So I, I saw some Dom Kennedy fans were low-key kind of disappointed, but were they Dom Kennedy fans or were they fans that just like Dom Kennedy? There's a difference. Because to Dom, me, a Dom Kennedy people that like Dom Kennedy. Because to me, a Dom Kennedy back. fan knew what this was. I saw because the people you're bringing up, they're like, "Oh, this wasn't even like a good album." And I'm like, "Fam, it's a compilation." Well, to some, I, from what I've seen, they, Dom Kennedy has low key been disappointing their his fans for like the past I don't know several years or whatever. After I don't know, yeah. See, but I, overall, no, yeah. But to that's be disappointed true. with this, I'm like, this nah, isn't one to. Do. I think they had their yeah. hopes up, thinking, "Oh my God, this is gonna be a uh, nope." Oh, nah. he's back to normal. Nah, no. Nope. Nah. Well, he was back to he, normal. He on was this. back to normal, but it wasn't his solo album. But it, yeah, it was yeah. his album. So yeah, yeah. let's yeah. wait to hey, see I, what that sounds. I'm not Doc. Okay, what was his last one? Not his last really good one. I hear it in my mind. There was a Ric Flair sample on the album from West Side. Uh, nope. From West Side with Love. No, it was something else. It was Get Home Safely. Oh, well, get home safely. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that was that was pretty good. Other than that, what's up? All right, RJ, he dropped something. You told me about this. Yes, on, God. on God, on God, on God. Boy, was the opening shit. track on God amazing. <laughs> on God, right? Wasn't that amazing? You know, who, you know who was missing? You know who was missing on it? Who was missing? Bieber the God. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. If you listen to it, no, it was nah, not man. I know. So, <laughs> when I first heard this shit, like I I know I'm not the only one who does it when you write stuff, right? But like the way he was just rhyming word after word after word, I was like, dog. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> like just uh, I, I know that feeling. Yeah. Like, like just keep rapping, just dog. Keep going. Just keep yeah. going. <laughs> Shoot the J. No, yeah, literally. Yeah, that's exactly what wait, wait, was happening. What like, I loved about this album. The gate. <laughs> what I loved about this album was that the transitions were so flawless. This is that I would have loved to hear these transitions on Port of Miami too. Mm, the, they were just so effortlessly, like to the point where I was like, damn, it's track three. Like I didn't even know they were swapping tracks. Like it just yeah. flowed so <laughs> fucking with the dope. tracks. Like two minutes? I mean, it so it's 20 minutes, uh, so it's, it really it's an hour, vary. so you're looking at, like, three minutes of track. But oh, they okay. vary. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I get you. Because I only, like his rapping. The only problem with it is just it was just too long. Because that's, at a certain point, it just sounds repetitive. It wore out Certain tracks. To me, a worn out welcome is when I don't want to listen to you anymore. This, I, was, this didn't wear out its welcome. It just sounded repetitive. Yeah. It was like, I felt like I... 
I'll give you that. Yeah, there's, heard, there's some albums the that, that open up great, and then when you get to the halfway point, it's like, wrap it up. You're wearing out your welcome. Like, okay, too many tracks. Okay, See, to I'm me, done. no, it wasn't that. that because, that, I mean, that's on, on One with Q was amazing. Mm. Um, numb to my feelings. Oh, with yeah. Game. Game kind of was all over the place on the verse for it me. Sounds like But yeah. RJ's... <laughs> No, that was, but it, it was held together yeah. by RJ's flow, bro. Yeah. Like, seriously, yeah. Um, OT right. Genesis did not. Uh, OT, OT people Genesis start respecting OT oh, Genesis. Oh, can rap. I, mean, I heard somebody was like, "Yo, OT Genesis just you know he phones and features," and I'm like, "What the hell? You been listening to? No, like what? Oh, this yeah. sounded like them niggas was <laughs> side by side with each other in the studio, and I hope yeah. they were like that. They floated off of each yeah, other. I got to listen to this album. G Easy and Brianna Perry. Real quick though, OT Genesis with his features so far. Oh, like he this, kills. like he's been knocking his out features the are his seawalk, easy. Yeah, his features are his seawalk, and people gotta start respecting OT Genesis. Yeah, like it's, it's not just I'm in love with the cocoa and and all yeah, that. That was like, just something right. to get y'all attention. But yeah, that boy could rap. Yeah, he could rap his when ass he, off when he feels like the G Easy feature track with uh, Brianna Perry. G Easy mm. has been on a roll. With that pretty bitches joint is yeah. No, but I'm saying G Easy himself has been on a roll with features this year. No yeah. albums, but nothing but. Fire, he's been on the right features at the right time. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Snoop's on here. Of course. Mozzie mm-hmm. and Ty Dolla Sign. So, I mean, overall, he has the ingredients on here. It was just, like I said, it just, I felt like had he given us 10 to 12 records, yeah, I, I, I would, I, I be, I would be raving about it as much as Port of Miami 2. Mm-hmm. Right. Just, but, but again, in her circumstance, I understand he's not a well-known artist outside of the West Coast. Oh, so yeah. You got to get the streams. So, yep. I understand like, it. If you guys don't know who o- RJ is, just listen to the interlude on My Crazy Life on YG. Just for the people, the people that don't know. No, that's uh, that was uh, that was RJ, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I was thinking about no, the, was, the was I was thinking about the end. The uh, end with song, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There's because there's two. Yeah, two right. of them. Yeah, right. But no, yeah. I just it, sent to the people. Yeah, no. The, my only issue with this album is it was just too long. Like, and yeah. if, if that's my issue with it, then that's not go, that go bad. listen. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's not bad yeah. at all. I mean, like, even if you break it down and just stop it at the halfway point. Fire. Yeah, yeah, like it's dope, man. Yeah, like, this shit is pure fucking dope. That's what's up. Because it's not like it fades off in the second half. There's some, there's probably some better records on the second half than there are on the first half. So that's what I'm saying. It's not a worn out. You're welcome. It's just too it's many. Repetitive. It's too much. Yeah. It's always the same subject matter and shit. Yeah, just different. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of someone who can't stay on beat, Blueface. Give me a hell. <laughs> Yeah, I only gave him one one listen. Not even that, literally like half a listen. Half a listen. I listened to <laughs> half a track, and I was the first track, and said, "I can't do this." I skimmed through it. No. I gave him the thirty seconds on each track, just that way, you, you know. Nice. Birdman and Slim got paid, and then he could get his. Why car. did you want Birdman to get his car? <laughs> he already got you know a car. Because well, you know that's what they're doing. Right? I know, but he already got a car. Sure. I'm, what I'm saying is, is that you know, pennies on the dollar. At least he could get something. Did you listen on Tidal or just Apple? Uh, no, I played on Spotify. Okay. Well, they get I ain't giving them that much money. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Play that shit on Spotify. Um, I was impressed that he was on beat the whole time. See, to me, it wasn't. I won't, like, I won't say the whole time. Well, for the, the majority song, of it, yes. No, probably not. <laughs> that's why I was the only one who listened. <laughs> that's why I was confused at what you guys were saying because I was like, "You're like, oh, he's off beat the whole time," and I'm like, "No, well, I just nah, say that disrespectful." He sounded on beat, yeah. And then the joint. No, I was, I was being a little sarcastic. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like. Realistically, bro, he was on beat maybe not even the whole track on Disrespectful. Like, you know what I mean? There was parts where he fell off. Literally. But see, to me, it's he's always off. 
Period. Yeah. To me, like if yeah, you yeah, fall yeah, off I and you're you. on, like it's like, like, like I don't that, think to me, that's no. I don't so, like you're on the beat. The bar is right. so low for him <laughs> that it's like, wow, you're on beat. That's growth for you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and he did. He did say on the Breakfast Club interview, he just started rapping years ago. Now, yeah. granted, he should be in a far more advanced. Being on beat should be one of the things, but yeah. Again, the bar's so low for him where it's like. This project is growth. It's not like Silk. He's the, actually on beat for the majority like of it. It's not like Silk the Shocker. It's not like Silk the Shocker type because that's talent to actually just refuse to stay on beat. <laughs> just flat out refuse to do it. That's a talent. Like, nah, but, fuck this but beat. But see, what made, <laughs> what made Silk work for me, because I, I get it too. He definitely sounds, to me, it's not necessarily that he's off beat. He just sounds all over the place. Yeah. There's a difference. That's talent. Because Silk... <laughs> Was just he just mastered the high speed rapping, mm. so that way it literally sounded like he was all over the place. Versus <laughs> Mystical's high speed rapping was in on beat. Well, like, it wasn't. Yeah. I don't want to say it's on beat. It was just in a flow. I was gonna say in rhythm. Yeah, yeah. Silk, watch himself. Silk's uh, rapping was just based off of. I'm gonna just go as fast and I'm gonna say as much as I can in this bar. Yeah. So it sounds like it's offbeat, but really it's just a style he, of flow where he's just, he's just trying all to cram everything into one long yeah. ass long word. That's, the, the funny thing is between, the, the last word is usually right when the bar ends. Yeah. Like he, but he, I'll give him that part. No. That's <laughs> why the, that's the difference between Silk and Blueface to me, which was Blueface isn't on beat. Silk is just all over the place and he raps fast. So yeah. that way it gives the listener. The interpretation of that, yeah. But I swear to God, man, that's a talent. <laughs> yes. it is a talent to do it, that it with really the record is. with Jay Z. And Jay Z was—I could just imagine the whole space when he heard the final product. Like this nigga's not on beat, but I need my name out there. He's hot right now, but what the fuck? I—I <laughs> 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 can just see the—I can just hear it in his voice. Like you're not on beat, man. Nah, man, this is fire. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> trying to do his laugh. Other than singles drop. I mean, am I gonna go back to it? No. Like, Hell you know, like, nah. no. I'm not going like nah. my you know my listening no, tolerance no, isn't no, that low. No. But I will say because the no. bar is low for him, I'm not gonna put myself down to his level. No, no. What I'm saying is because the bar is low for him, he sounded on beat the majority of the time. To me, that's a victory. I'm his, still doing a countdown. Instance. I'm still doing a countdown. I I literally thought he would have done a song with Drake by now, but but see, this is only eight tracks. Like. Yeah. To me, they. I don't think. I think this is just a project to get his name out there. To, you know, further it. I don't think this is the. I'm surprised he didn't even put Tatiana on there. Some, I, I, thought, I mean, they, you know, that kind of worn. He's not. Yeah. Out no, but I him. thought he would have put it Seriously. on there just as an EP. I don't know. Fuck it. Anyway, Snoop dropped some shit. So he dropped "Let Bygones Be Bygones," where he's actually praising Suge in the song. Wow. Yep. Well, he did put the shit behind him, so that's. I never thought yeah. I'd hear that. Too, yeah. Snoop, Snoop's whole philosophy on it was that you know we. I wasn't. It wasn't like I just started talking shit about him. Like we was, we were going through it when Don't I, you know, in, in the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but his whole thing was, why am I going to kick a man down when he's now at his lowest point? Like Literally. it doesn't make sense to me. And yeah. when you look back on it, there is no Snoop without Death Row. Like I owe that to them. Mm. Um, that's not to point. say the whole song is praising Shug. Like it's not that. Like he's just really recapping everything that took place. But you know, his growth. Yeah, he's he's even said too that since everything's transpired, he has spoken to Suge and they deaded their shit. Mm, like, that's, good. that's what's up. That's good. So unfortunately, I mean, it had to come to that now, man. You know what I'm saying? That's like, what I'm saying. Like you just reach a certain age where it's like, all right, y'all still beefing. Like unless yeah. it's unless it's some street shit where there's no going well, back. It's like, fam, you y'all, know, Dre ain't gonna forgive him anytime soon. 
After yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 that's, yeah. You know, that's, but that's a that's whole different. that's a whole different area. You know, but you know yeah. Dre's like, oh yeah, yeah. Dre, Dre's yeah. situation is different than Snoop's. Dre mm-hmm. went into that partnership with him. Yeah. yeah, they found Snoop, so it wasn't like you know Snoop wasn't a founding. No, but I'm member. talking about the last time what Snoop what no, no, Snoop did. No, no, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that the relationship oh, yeah. is different. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dre looked at Suge like a peer. Mm-hmm. Snoop looked at Suge, not to say he was subservient, but, but you know, it's, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it's the man that put me in position. Well, he and, put me on, right. so. Yeah. But, I mean, it's worth listening to. Sir! <laughs> no, from TDE. Boy! <laughs> Sir! Bruh. Hair down. Sir! The video Ooh. is incredible. Kendrick As all TD videos have been over the last few years. And, and we got a long Kendrick Lamar verse. You like that, um, Martin? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yes, I do. You have yes, to I am. He shit. killed that shit. You can tell he recorded that. <laughs> you can tell he recorded that right before the birth of his daughter. The way he was rapping on uh, that shit. Because when I, they, well, because when they did the video, Kendrick's not in it. They had to get a stand-in. Put a hoodie over him and pretty much just focus on his mouth rapping. Because I didn't, hear, yeah. I didn't watch the video or hear the song. I want to hear the whole shit, you know, as yeah. one. But when we were, when we we're in here, like setting everything up, you played the record, and I heard someone's voice. Like, who the fuck is that? And then I heard Kendrick's regular voice. I'm like, yo, rewind that shit. Let me hear that shit again. And Kendrick <laughs> was just in a zone, and I'm like, oh, he's in that zone right now. Yep. Oh. He was in a good zone, but I liked. Oh, yeah. That is powerful niggardry at work. It was, it was just how he talked. I, I think what? you confused that button. I don't <laughs> just when I make the voice. No, that, that button is only to be meant for niggardry, like fuck shit, but, stupid. Like, this isn't fuck shit. No, it was niggardry. It's like, oh, he's That's in not that niggardry. zone. This he's is in art. that zone. It's art niggardy. <laughs> yeah, you push that button for the wrong. <laughs> exactly. Hey, yeah. man. Yeah. I'm just What's excited. What's happening right I'm now? Just yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just excited for the. Well, what I'm saying project. is that as great as the verse was, it didn't outshine Sir. So I appreciate that, sir. Uh, like that was a dope song. Yes, yeah. it made the overall song. Yeah, better. yeah, yeah. yeah. Kendrick was that, that was fire. Shouts out to them. Uh, drum, Sa- drum drop with her and what uh, the lay down, which is sounds like Isaac Hayes in, mm. in his heyday. That that was a great yeah. co- collaboration. Don't steal that from him, Drake. <laughs> no, there's no way to steal that. You'll find a way. No, her, her is on the record. And as far as I know, hers business is on point. Her hey. business. Yeah, I got yeah, it. What you mean? Don't, say, don't, don't do that shit. And, and from what I looked into, Watt is white. So he, oh, yeah. his business is in place. Game over. <laughs> white. <laughs> yeah. Don't even think about yeah, it, he, Yeah, he is the, the people who are mad. He's not in a blue face situation where he's just going to get a car. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Ty Dolla Sign dropped his uh, what I'm guessing it's is the lead off single for his next album Bohemian Rhapsody shit everything split up the beat switches on here is just fucking wow this is the zombie sickle mode yeah this shit's fucking dope man Juicy J produced the joint <laughs> yeah. and yeah it's wonderful Ugh, made this, I just made the yeah. spaces that's fire it is wonderful well, something that's not fire it's fucking fucking mid <laughs> fucking fucking mid fucking fucking, fucking, fucking fucking motherfucking mid mid well, I have to make the style in. I'm in. Right. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. The most anticipated record, I guess, from whoever you ask is from Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj. Hot Girl Summer, which featured Ty Dolla Sign, which I was confused when I saw that. I was like, why is Ty Dolla yeah. Sign on here? I was like, all right, whatever. And then, I don't get it. Yeah. As soon, and then I remember when the album dropped, I went on Twitter. I went on Twitter just to see what song. people were talking about. When the song dropped, my yes. bad. When the song dropped, I remember I was kind of working, so I went on Twitter, and everyone was just talking about Port of Miami. But I'm going, no one's talking about this Meg Thee Stallion and Nicki record. That's the sign. And then I go on, and then I find it, listen to it, and I was like, no. Yeah, I mean, the beat's cool. The hook is cool. Megan came good. Nicki was just... 
Nikki, and that's all I can say. Shit's going to be forgettable in the next month or two. Yeah, that, that was my thought on it, which was, all right. And the fucking two of the Megan, Megan Ty, Megan Ty <laughs> held that portion down. Uh-huh. Um, just one person just did not belong there. Yeah, and it, so for that to me, it was like, <laughs> it's it's eventually going to fade out, but... It sounded forced. Yeah, but, yeah. What, but Meg's and Ty's fans, they're not just going to let it... That's what I'm saying. They're not going to let it fade out. Yeah, we're right talking away. about it in the like, chat. I get you. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they, they, they built up enough of their core fan bases where it'll... It'll still last for the remainder of the summer. But I think and the remainder of the summer isn't going to be much longer. You know what I mean? So yeah, it has yeah. no longevity at yeah, all. It, it, yeah. yeah, don't get me wrong. Not it's it's not a longevity record. I'm not. In no way am I saying that. I'm just, just saying that. When you have a song called Hot Girl Summer and you have Nicki Minaj and Meg Thee Stallion, I am expecting ratchetness. I am expecting just. Same here. Just. Just oh my god! Oh, 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 oh my god! Oh, yeah. <laughs> just like asses all over the place. I'm expecting yeah. just just how the twerk Cardi video. City Girls. Yes, how yeah, the twerk exactly. video was. Yeah, that's exactly. what I was expecting. And you got this shit, and I'm just like, this is some. She kept it safe. Megan kept it safe on that. It's almost like they try to make like a hit song. That's the whole point. You know yeah, I mean? but it's like, but you're trying. For right. a hit song, you know what I mean. And you can hear when someone's trying to make a hit song, yeah. and when people hear it, they don't like it. Nope. But apparently, it went number one on iTunes, and it's like the highest—it's the highest charted female collaboration record ever. Like Lady Mama, never fucking happened. <laughs> or didn't um, what's it called? Didn't Ladies Night chart pretty high? It had to. Have. I mean, they were uh, all pop stars at the time. Yeah, like, seriously. So. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Man. This shit's mid, and like you said, people love Megan, they love Ty, but people are getting really fed up of Nicki fucking Minaj, which leads into this. Yeah. Uh, now I can push it right. Go ahead. Oh yeah. They have power from the nigga. This is the epitome of the right time. Like literally, like I don't know what was bigger to ask, bro. Yeah. Hey. This shit. I don't understand what was niggardry about Kendrick. Oh, what Kendrick does. Yeah, like, but this seriously. Shit, this shit that happened. So let's go through my day. I wake up. I'm seeing, looking through Twitter, and I see some shit that happened with um, Trina's A and R that said that Nicki Minaj is manipulative and she's a fake person. Blah blah blah. I'm going like, oh, okay, let's see what this goes. <laughs> what else is new? What else yeah. is new? Like, yeah, we all know. Everyone is like the same story keeps coming out about her. So it's like whatever. And then I see that, you know, Queen Radio is going to be airing. And I was like, 12 o'clock. I looked at the time. Oh, shit. It's 12 o'clock. Well, it's 12.30, but technically. I was like, oh, shit. So I didn't tell you guys at first. I went, played it, and they were playing all of Nikki's shit. I put that shit on mute. Kept turning mm-hmm. it up. I was like, is she talking? Nope, she ain't talking. Turn that shit back down. <laughs> well, man. And then I turned it up. She started talking. And, you know, she was saying her whole, you know, I kind of was like in and out of it until all of a sudden she was like, oh, I got, we got a special guest today. And I was like, oh, I wonder who a special guest is. All of a sudden, I heard like a voice. And I'm like, is that, that sounded familiar. I thought it was like, is that Rory? And then all of a sudden, I heard a voice. And it was a very familiar, deep voice. And that was Joe Button. I just went. Oh, my God. Okay, it's happening. Yeah. Everybody stay calm. What's the Everybody procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm. I hit up the chat. And I'm like, <laughs> yep, he's on. <laughs> and I was like, oh, all right, well. I was watching the T-Pain interview. Because that was more interesting to me. But then like, he's like, Joe's on. I was like, all right, well. Turn it, turn it on, and I hear Rory, and I'm like, Rory. then I hear Ma, and I'm like, wait, the whole podcast is on? That's what I was like, <laughs> and then, and then when I heard it, my first reaction. What kind of shit is that? 
My first reaction was, this is going to go left. I know what Joe's been saying about Nikki throughout his podcast. Well, you know, as long as I've listened, I know how Nikki is. And I know she heard every bit of what he said about her. And she does not like that. I know where this is going. Let's get it. So. Shit. <laughs> I was not that eager. Yeah, I, wasn't, I was like, I was insane. Oh. I had the same okay. expectations, and I was like, I just... I knew what was going to happen, and man, where do we start? I mean, she uh, acted a fucking, like duh. a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> she acted like a fucking spoiled-ass brat. She acted like her. Yeah, really. And, and yeah. The, what, the, yeah. the wild thing about it was she actually had Joe caught. <laughs> she did. Mm. And one of his lies yeah. about... I don't even think it was just a lie. It was just the fact that, you know, Joe... <laughs> Admittedly, he has a bad memory. Yeah. So it was yes. a fact like she had him caught, but it was like she was just so fixed it. Like she just didn't know how to shut the fuck up. She didn't know how to bask in the victory. Yeah. <laughs> she was really, the epitome of a fucking toxic girlfriend. She literally kept talking over him. She wouldn't let him talk. She just kept talking over <laughs> and over and over him. And Joe was like, Can I speak? No! She asked him a fucking question. Yeah, he tried to answer, answer. She's like, and talked over. Him. Yeah, and it's talk, like, see, come on, see, to me, come on. To me, that's such a pet peeve. It doesn't matter Same if you're here. a woman or man. Same I don't here. care. Don't fucking ask me something and then talk over me. So to hear it, that's when I started. I was like, all right, this isn't fun. Like, because it just it rubs me the wrong way. Oh, I'm yeah. like, so I was already losing interest at that point, but I was like, all right, let's see, see where it goes from here. Then Joe hit her with the first. What was the first one? With the first joint that like really got her because they were talking. She brought up motorsport. She yeah, and she was the one that brought mm. up the situation. Yeah. Joe didn't. Joe hit her <laughs> twice, and he wouldn't have hit her if she didn't bring up the the topic. Well, yeah, exactly. the, towards the motorsport when she's like, you're saying that in one instance I'm the biggest baddest bitch and I could call all the shots, but then you're saying that. I didn't know that Cardi was on here. And she's he's like, like, this bitch. She, didn't, she never said Cardi. Yeah, name. so then he's like, well, that's what I, what I think. <laughs> and so she starts going off on this on this, on Whole everything. Tangent. And then he's like, wait a minute. Didn't you trade shots then? Did you and Cardi not go at each other and trade shots? And as soon as he said that, the whole damn radio went silent it went for si- 15 yeah, he, or 20 seconds. I didn't I didn't know what was going on. I was like, hold up, wait a minute. I looked at my phone. I was like, is my, did my shit go off? Yeah, <laughs> hey, I was like, I had to go check my Wi-Fi real quick. Right. Like, just to make sure I everything was I was like, good. this shit stop. Yeah. And I had to stop and pause it and play it again. I'm like, okay, they're still talking. I didn't hear that part until you pointed that shit out right now. I was like, oh, that shit happened. Yeah. Okay. So then... So was, she lost her shit at that, that point. That was strike one. Then strike two, the funniest part to me is when you say, <laughs> your comprehension skill. I know you have better comprehension skills than that. And she was like, excuse me? Yeah. Sound like Vicky Guerrero. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, man. Well, because that got brought up because then... Um, they were talking about, she's like, why are you speaking on people that you don't even know? And he's like, I met you before. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? And then even she's like, well, when do we? He goes, when we were in the studio. She goes, yeah, so we were doing that. And he goes, I, you just said I just met you then. Like, what the fuck? And then she tried to spin it like one time. And he goes, I only speak like on those type of situations. Like, and to that extent, he was full of shit too. Because he spoke about Big Sean without really knowing yeah, Big Sean. And yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. So I knew he'd like, that's what I'm saying. She had him caught. But it was when she's like, so you just go on talking about drug problems? And he's like, uh, did you not fucking talk about pills or not? On the whole like, album, you say, you say, yeah, you pop, you, that's all you talked about on your last album. Well, he, uh, well, he said something about pop. He brought up her pill addiction. That's pretty much what he did. And, and then, Nikki yeah. just went nuclear. She was like, <laughs> what'd you say? What'd you say, nigga? Yeah. <laughs> Practically. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's powerful niggardry at work. Yeah. And then Good she, timing. Yeah. She just went 
all. It's like, I said that, you bitch, you dumbass nigga. She just started going off and she's like, cut his fucking mic. Cut his fucking mic. I'm gonna fuck. Play some music. She And Mom and Rory were just sitting there just like. <laughs> and all we heard was fucking Hot Girl Summer on repeat. For 10. No, no, that was before. And then they, and then she oh, came whatever. back. And, no, because Joe, oh, Joe was just sad. He's like, oh, I, he's like, oh, why are you so sad? He went out there and smoked a bigorette. And I was like, what the fuck's a yeah, bigorette? Yeah, bigorette, Because, no, the first, that was the first, the first cut. Because I knew something was going on when Joe, when they said Joe went out there and smoked a cigarette, I'm going, oh, he only smokes a cigarette. When he's irritated and stressed, I'm like, oh, that's old Joe. <laughs> I was like, I know that Joe. And then Ain't he, it wild how. We go from the, the the Joe Button block club to we know exactly <laughs> what Joe does because we have been tuning in on a weekly basis. Or for just all these period. Years. We like, know how geez. he is. I it's not even that, though. It's yeah. just the fact that we are now a part of that community. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? That Joe Button podcast community. We yeah. are a part of that. We listen religiously. Even before yes. that. Even before that. Like, when, even before the podcast, it's like, I know how he is. I'm like, I kind of know. I figured how he is when he gets in these types of situations. Right. So then he came back. And then he was like, oh, why are you so silent? He was like, oh, I've been checked out of this. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. And that's what I was waiting. He just wants to, he's, he's going to say one other thing and the shit's going to go nuclear. And it was like, he could say anything. He could just bring up the water situation. He can bring up Cardi. He can bring up your, your fucking, um, your husband who's a fucking rapist and murder, a child pedophile and a murderer. He could go all different directions, but it was just like, what should I say? Oh, pills. Yeah. <laughs> Which seemed to cut deep. Oh, yeah, that's when she went off and cut his mic. And then you heard City Girls just get paid for like 10 minutes. Not City Girls. Um, Hot, Hot Girls Girl Summer get paid yeah. for like 10 minutes. And then she came back and had another guest. And they were, I know, Rory and Marvel talking to her. Well, yeah, they, they, they were trying to interview like, her and shit. Yeah, like yeah. they were there and Maul was trying to distance himself from what the <laughs> fuck was going on. And you're like, looking at it like, Okay, damn, I knew it was like that, but shit, it's like that until the picture came <laughs> until out. So the picture came out, who else was in the studio? Yeah, and you're like, it was all. Yeah, Maul and, Maul and Rory aren't built like Joe. So Joe yeah. goes into a fucking room with like 10 niggas and he's ready, like, yeah. I don't give a fuck, I'm gonna come comfortable here. The picture right. that came out was just a picture of Nikki and her and her soon to be husband with all his fucking goons. Yeah. All his goons. It and looked shit like, like about the, eight or nine of them with them. Niggas that fresh like, out the pen. <laughs> that looked like they were fresh, swole ass motherfuckers too. So it was like, like yeah. No neck niggas. That's yeah. why Joe got quiet because he knew if he said something, he'd probably get that sheared power bomb. <laughs> like, you know, the shield do that triple power bomb he's shit. Stupid. That's exactly what would happen to him. <laughs> oh, shit. And Nikki just went, ooh. Give me the hell, <laughs> yeah. Roman Reigns. Ah, oh, shit. Everything's wrestling. But yeah, that's why Rory and Ma had it, to cut All hip hop is is wrestling. It is wrestling at the end it's of the literally day. literally just storylines. This is some storyline shit. And then you can tell, like, Rory and Ma were trying to just, and they were literally siding with her because he was, she was literally dissing Joe. <laughs> I can't understand but she was bringing shit up about academics I'm like she, she called him Alvin the Chipmunk I was like he ain't did a show with academics like two years two now two years like, now she like, called him your this, now, this is when you bring it up like, like we, and you have his number so yeah it just got bad and it was comedy for me because it happened exactly as I wanted it <laughs> I mean, you know, but you know what this stem, you know what this also stems from. A lot of people are missing this point. What? what? It stems from the fact that remember when she all of a sudden when Joe was getting the hype with Spotify and he got announced, mm -hmm. she's like, "I want to be on," and that's when he announced it. You know, she asked, but no, I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. mm. There was still some shit from that. Like she felt a way about the whole that too. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right, right. Yeah. So now it just wasn't about that. It's the fact that. 
well, I'm Nicki Minaj and you just got a new Spotify deal. Like, why can't I? You know, I'm sure that yeah. had something to do with that. Yeah. I also kind of find it funny. It's like, damn, you're on Spotify and you went on an Apple brand type of radio show. Because it wasn't just, it would have been one thing if it was just Joe Button or maybe just Maul Rory, but it was the whole damn crew that showed up there. And my first thought was, Joe, why are you going on here? You know where this is going to go. But, you know, shit. My first thought was, Remy's going to cuss his ass out after the coach. Like, Nick, yeah. why the fuck you do that? Yeah. You knew what you were doing. So, as we're talking right now, Nikki's returning a favor, and she's going to be on the Joe Bun podcast this week. Yep. Uh, and, and we saw clips because she was on her IG live, and it's going to be. Who's more sick? <laughs> The Joe Button podcast fans that can't stand Nikki, or the barbs that now have to tune in to the podcast. Oh, easily the because barbs. now <laughs> easily because I was gonna listen to Joe Button no matter what. This made me want to listen to it because now more. Nikki has to go into his world and he's gonna yeah. have to try to explain certain stuff. Oh man, and just and see, to me that's why it was corny. Like, yeah, don't get me again. She caught him in certain things, so it's not like I'm saying like you know she was in the wrong completely. No, yeah. she caught him. It was just when she caught him. She herself was making herself look like a fucking idiot. Like a fucking so it couldn't fool. capitalize on making Joe look like an idiot, except if you're the barbs, which you she, hate Joe Budden regardless. She yeah. sounded like a fucking 21-year-old. Like a 29. She sounded like a child, man. She, she did. And the wild like thing is, fans, is she's bro. only two to three years younger than Joe. She, she's, yeah. she's the same she's, age as Beyonce. She's Again. 36. Again, and she's like, the same uh, age as Beyonce. And she sounds just shit. like... Her fan base. Yep. It makes perfect sense why her fan base sounds like that now. Yep. Because yeah. they're following her. I mean, I've been told y'all that. I mean, no. To the I, I told them they know, but the oh, people yeah. don't know. <laughs> they said it was. I've been telling. I told y'all this once. I'll say it again. If she is a bird that just so happens to fucking rap, that's all it is. And yeah. And your what and, else can you hey, say? Hey, man, your girl, JC, your girl, Larissa, she said she is, well, last year, she said she is one batshit interview away, mm-hmm. batshit crazy interview away from fucking it all up. So when the Joe Button part, when, you know, when this video comes, because I'm going to watch that video on Friday, when they, that's when they upload the shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's going to be just plain fuckery. She's going to say some type of fuckery shit, trying to make herself out the victim. That's what she was doing again. She was trying to make Joe's like, oh, you you never, you talk over women, and you always talk down yeah, on women. At that point, that's, that's when I zoned out. Like dude. when she tried to turn into Joe hates women yeah. she always and does. hates powerful women she and all the time. He's jealous and wishes he was in their position. I'm like, he literally went the rock bottom himself, and yeah. he rebranded himself like and became like a motherfucker bigger right? than when he first started. How, what does he have to be jealous of? <laughs> Seriously, what, oh, damn. understand realistically. What is the number one pop, what or does Joe hip-hop Budden, podcast? Yeah, what does Joe Budden in 2019 have to be jealous of of anybody, considering his history? Oh, like yeah. where he started in 2010 is not where he's at in 2019. I mean, you would say that. What's there to be jealous of? Nothing. I was. Bro, jealous. that's that's logical thinking. Wouldn't it be some you shit though? If he's, We're if talking he's, about Nikki here. Wouldn't it be some shit if he's <laughs> playing nothing with her? logical there. Mm. But what if he was playing a mind trick and he has her recording <laughs> this, and then on the podcast he has Parks rip it up, so it's just. Bits and pieces of her, and every time they just zone out. So it's not even like we get the full. Wouldn't that be some shit? Hmm. <laughs> just zone out on man. Joe knows. Hmm. She says something, and then they just cut back. All right, and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> man, like Joe. I, Joe wants to try to get an understanding. I know what he's trying to do, but he is fighting a big hill. Like he's uphill he's battle. An uphill battle with like this a motherfucker. Because she's fucking crazy. She, it's the common rule. You argue with a fool, you look like look just as foolish. Yeah, and that's what's going yeah. on. And it's just like. All right, Joe, you don't really need this, but it was a slow week, so fuck it. <laughs> yeah, but all right, we'll take the content. We'll yeah. take it, though. That's why I'm so happy this shit happens. Oh, we got more shit to talk about. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm, I'm, 
Like like Martin said, Wednesdays is look. Everybody knows I listen to ESPN radio all throughout the week. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to Wednesdays, I listen to that shit in the afternoon. When Joe Budden podcast comes, whenever it's free or when I'm available, because it's dropping at 5 a.m. our time. Right. Oh, whenever I start my day, which is around eight. Mm-hmm. Start my day off with that shit. Oh, man. When this shit when this shit drops, I'm gonna listen to this, and it's so sad because all everyone's gonna rush to listen to this, but no one's gonna rush to listen to Nicki Minaj's record. I mean, because because <laughs> she, look, fam, she's at a point now where <coughs> she's chasing moments. Yeah, yeah. That's all she's doing is chasing moments at this point. And for somebody that claims she's and queen. her fan base to be the queen, you don't chase the moments. The moments chase you. Oh, now let's let's again. If you want to compare, because she always wants to call herself a peasant. The, no, the the queen. Well, when you do that, let's compare you with the other queens. What's peasant? let's compare with Beyonce? Now, I'll be no. Beyonce may have took some L's as far as the, her standards go with the Lion King. Yeah, but let's consider what she had: the Lion King, then she had Homecoming. She just came off of Everything Is Love, so. A whole that L is understandable. She was still working, working. her ass yeah. off, and of course, yeah. Homecoming is based off Coachella. You know, yeah, so like, yeah, exactly. all that factors in. Ain't got to deal with Netflix. She didn't chase the moment. The moments were chasing her. She got yep. to deal with Adidas. Yep. Like, like well, she got Lion King because they chased after her. Yeah. They wanted her to do it. You know and what they, and then she Netflix made it, wanted that special and offered her whatever she wanted to get that special. Disney wanted Beyonce, and now Beyonce's working with Disney. Like, like you said, the moments chase Beyonce. Beyonce is just walking. Like, oh, hey. So that's okay. So you have her. Let's look at Rihanna. Rihanna's fully separated herself from she. music, and she's created... The moments chase her. She's now what? Again, we spoke on this about a couple months ago mm-hmm. or a month ago. The first African American woman, and mm-hmm. I think woman in general, to just have that brand underneath the mm-hmm. oh yeah, the, what is it, the Fendi or whatever? Mm-hmm. I know the, what you're talking about. Yeah, the yeah, brand the house, yeah, yeah, the house, yeah. Um, so she has that, Carney. and of course underneath it with for the Fenty, just how she puts. Okay, I'm gonna try a new. Uh, I'm going to try with a, a new set of uh, lingerie items now. Mm. The shit ends up sold out just like that. Right. And, and can we just talk about the new queen, Cardi, even though she doesn't like calling herself the queen, but let's use her as an example. How after the whole shit happened with Nikki, when the dude from Versace one gave her her yeah. own perfume, and how she's having com- she's in commercials. Pepsi and, and all kinds of shit. Uh, pfft, the Fashion Nova shit. Fashion Nova yeah. shit. Like the moments chase Cardi. And remember, Cardi was the one that was getting dragged because of the situation with Offset. Mm-hmm. So even in the midst of that, she still held it together. Yep. She held and pushed forward. I mean, she still kind of has those spaz outs on social media, but at the same time, she's kind of defending herself for obvious reasons. I mean, and really, who doesn't have moments like that? Moments right. of weakness, you know. Yeah. So like, I just named three. It I just named, and I wanted to keep it to those three because you have to focus on sales with them because that's a that is the class. Yeah. So. I kept it to those three to say, look, Beyonce was going through some shit with Jay. And she never let nobody know about it. She waited for the, like, all that shit was, nobody sparked out, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, all that. Cardi's going through her shit, and Cardi's just a public person, so it just, it came out. And she kept her composure. Even when Offset came on stage, she still kept her composure. I'm sure Rihanna went through some shit that, you know, we'll never know. The whole Chris Brown situation? I'm talking about the last two or three years. I'm sure she went through some shit that, you know, she kept behind the scenes. The point is that they kept it all together, and they still kept it pushing. You're only tuning into Nikki because she's chasing moments. This is the fifteenth. Yeah. Ep- this was the fifteenth episode of Queen Radio, and the whole reason it is the anniversary of Queen Radio when she dropped Peasant. And the only reason why people <laughs> tuned in is because of that little Fuckery. podcast. For f- yeah, 
And for fuck Remember, her. that's was her exact words years ago. Yeah, she called I'm it not paying attention to that little podcast. podcast. She called it hashtag podcast. And not only that, the whole reason why the whole essence of Queen Radio is just toxic, bad energy. That's how it all started. Because when her album didn't drop, she had called up the radio, like the executives, cussing them out, and it's just, it's just she looks stupid. And now, 15 episodes later, just 15, a year later. And this is what we get. More fuckery. Just another moment that's just going to be like, wow, Nikki, what are you doing? Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> like, literally, like... Like, what are you doing? And it's sad seeing this shit. Because Megan... Cause I already know she's going to... She's going to diss Trina. I know she's going to diss Megan. I know that's coming. That, it's think gonna, so? Oh, yeah. Seriously? That's going to happen. I said, I give it by the end of the year. She's going to start sending subliminals and she's going she's gonna to diss Megan. If she does that, she's fucked up. Like, no, no I mean, like, see, see, I don't mean she is fucked up. I mean, she fucked up. You know yeah, what I mean? I can see that taking place because I bet she's expecting Meg to jump on Bow her side on with her. this shit. Uh huh. With this Joe shit. <sighs> Even though I don't think she fully understands that she had an amazing pull up with Joe yeah. uh-huh. several weeks ago. Yeah, and they made a connection where they both want to see each other win. That's why I yeah. said so, when Megan sided with Nikki, not sided with when she did this song with Nikki. I'm going like you do. I said you do know that you're gonna have to side with her on some shit now. And she- Joe, Joe said it himself on the pull up. <laughs> he said, you know, there's somebody's gonna come at you and they're gonna put that that whole I want everybody win shit to the test. Mm-hmm. They gonna want to see. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying when she did that record with Nikki, I'm going like Nikki's gonna be looking at her like you need to bow down to me, and that's the only reason why she became friends with her because on the live Megan was just like, you know, I had looked up to you, and now that's why they were BFF because she, nope, she damn near bowed down to her. Yeah. So and you know she don't look at it that way, but that's I'm telling you because then when she does that record with Cardi, because that's gonna happen. Nikki's gonna look at Megan like, "What the fuck, bitch!" and send a whole bunch of subliminals, and it's gonna get ugly again. And it's gonna be there's gonna be a Queen Radio sixteen seventeen, and it's gonna be the same shit over and over and over again until she ain't gonna have no fans left. I mean, she'll have fans, but none to put her on the fucking charts. So you know, it'd be a fire ass collaboration. I just thought of mm. what's that? And it, to, obviously, Megan Cardi is the one, but you add the two of them, mm-hmm. and then you put Young and May. Ooh. Possibly Remy. <laughs> <laughs> ladies Night Part 2. And then get Kehlani to do the hook. That's, oh. like, that's like Ladies Night 2. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. yeah. And you know it was starting some shit because Nikki gets left <laughs> off of that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And that becomes, you know, the female. Hell, you could even do it to the point where Rhapsody has a cameo in the video. <laughs> you could do it to the point where you have City Girls in the video, too. Yeah. All the female yeah. rappers except shit. for her. There's a reason Throw why. Throw in the mix. Might as well. Fuck it. I'm telling you, when, <laughs> right? Remy, when Remy did that whole summer jam and she brought all them women up there and said, we are united, and Nikki wasn't there and she performed Sheether, that just, <laughs> that just personified everything. Like, yeah. Nikki, you, she's just, she's on an island by herself, and it's a damn fucking shame. She did, um, she did to herself. That's just, what I'm saying. Just, like it's it, it's to the point where uh, I don't want to keep saying it, but it's literally it just it is what it is. She's chasing the moments. So in chasing the moments, we don't view you as a queen. Nope, we don't view nah. you as that. We just see it like, all right, well, this is what you want to do now. You you must be happy with the position of having to be the opener for a tour now, <laughs> because nobody wants it's... nobody but the barbs want to pay, and even the yeah. barbs that want to pay ain't enough. It's crazy. We that... saw the oh, numbers. Yeah. Oh, we that, look at those numbers. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you, if this is the route you want to go, cool. But understand, we you know. We don't look at Wendy Williams the same way we look at Oprah. Nope. And albeit oh, all the, the Oprah shit with Michael and all that, 
whatever. Like that that's its own situation. At the uh-huh. end of the day, we don't look at her they, those aren't the same. They're not nope. the same. Oprah and Wendy Williams are not the same at all. If something bad were to happen to Oprah, it's she becomes a hashtag where we're pulling for Oprah. Yeah. When we saw what happened with Wendy and everybody was like, oh, well, you, well, you getting if, what you dish out. If Oprah would have passed out on stage, it would have been like a worldwide, oh my God, Oprah, get better. Oh, good girl, yeah. Oprah. You know how that shit go. Yeah. Yep. Nicki Minaj, man, it's it's sad to see this because at one time, her, Drake, and, her, Drake, and Wheezy were like literally on top of the game at the same time. Do you, do you now understand why when you and Ivana were asking me why I was... I wasn't interested in looking at that fucking photo they put up years ago. You, you, you saw, now, now you saw the vision. Yeah, well, you, you that s- shit didn't mean anything because yeah. they're even more separated than they like, were before yeah. the picture. Well, I think Drake and Weezer are cool. Well, well, that's what I'm, well, but they even they're cool, separated. But yeah, he's getting off they're the separated label. From her. He's doing his own shit. That was, that was the last picture of them together too. Yeah, yeah, and no frauds flopped. Mm-hmm. Like you just God, you, you yeah. updated us last week with the OVO fest and how he brought out Cardi. Oh yeah, you think they you and think you gonna see another shaded and basically shaded Nicki said, "Yeah, someone's going just a little bit harder," and you know that's coming the Drake and Cardi record because you know Drake's a businessman and he goes he's he's just like Ove. Yep. He goes to what's hot and Cardi's hot and he when he does that there will be a Queen radio of her dissing fucking Drake. Oh yeah. Oh my, and that's gonna be it. That will be it there. That will be the that will be the, what's the award she gave uh, Travis. Bitch ass nigga of the week. Whole ass nigga of the I mean, week. You know what's coming out. Give that shit to you know what's coming after time. that, right? What? Ain't no disses. It's Drake featuring Cardi. And that shit's going to be played everywhere, everywhere. for the longest everywhere. time. And you know what Drake does. Damn it. Yeah. That's what Drake does when he Fuck. Just, he even says when I want to get under your skin, I'll just drop a club like record and you just can't escape it. And it's not gonna be it's not gonna be a record that they're looking for that moment to shine it's going to be one of those records where it's like damn <laughs> Cardi got you all oh, the way yeah. out the fucking path and that's and honestly Shit. that's it's going to happen yeah. you know what you know how this podcast y'all know what this is <laughs> you, know, too. you know what this spot you know what the we sequel. are <laughs> i'm not gonna say it a lot but you know what this is when we, what we say on this podcast it happens yep. so this is this. I don't know when it's gonna happen, but it's going to happen. No, yeah, no, it's on the horizon. So, mm. oh man, Nicki Minaj, man, just one big ass fucking bird. L. Man, that's, that's why I wish we had to f- fuck Nicki Minaj. You dumb. Ah, shout out to Remy. Yeah, I'm gonna listen to Sheet when I get home. That's still so vicious, so vicious. For oh, the DJ. <laughs> and anyway, speaking of Drake, her former label mate. <laughs> I guess yeah, he's the former. Young Money label mate. He went number one with Care Package. I don't know to that, man. Is no. that surprising? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, 110K. 110,000 copies, 17K pure sales. I'm surprised at the 17,000 pure sales. Shit. That's what I'm yeah, surprised Actually, at. that yeah. part, yeah, but the, I'm talking about the overall. Like, if you, yeah, told me, if you told me you sold 110,000 and then, like, 5,000 were pure sales, I'd be like, okay, yeah, the 17. legit hardcore fans, like, right, they wanted right, something. Right. For sure, I can see well, it. But seventeen thousand, like, that was, yeah, well, that means that there are people who haven't heard those records that were like, mm-hmm. "I'm going to buy this." You yes. know what I'm saying? this kind of reminds me when M dropped his fucking um, his greatest hits album, Curtain Call, mm-hmm. and that shit went number one with selling over like five hundred k and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. These records, I was like, I was I, as an M fan, I was shocked. Like, there's only two new records on here. <laughs> one of, and it was just like, what the fuck? Like no, you guys have these records already, and it's and it's sold like three hundred k for like a good year. 
Like, I mean, but that was a different situation, man. It was his greatest hits, but he was at It was the, like, you know how, for example, like how we burn CDs and shit? Yeah. It, that's kind of what that was. Yeah. You know uh, what I'm saying? That was just wild was to just me. because put out in mainstream. Yeah. Yeah, that was just wild to me. Like, wow, you mother... I guess him. And he... Even, I, I don't even remember that, because even when he was with 50, he's like, I don't have to point in my career now. I can just drop a greatest hits album and just put like three disc, three new songs on there or go platinum. And that's what happened. And this is what's going to happen with Care Package, too. This shit's going to go platinum. He has not chilled. Drake has not chilled. He has dropped the project every fucking year. Mm. Not not every year, but for the past several years, he I has. I mean, but not like the stopped. care package, that's kind of like just it, it's old shit, bro. I know it's like, old you know shit, I mean? but you know, they, and so far gone too. It's like, still a project in a way. It's still just a pro a project and shit. I, I get what you're saying, yeah. but it's still just. It's stuff that he had already previously had. Like, yeah. It's just, you know what I mean? Let's just make it available to everybody. Gonna get plaques. He's going to get plaques for all his shit. He might as well drop a plaque for fucking comeback season. <laughs> if he really gets greedy, just drop something for fucking um, Room for Improvement. Well, that's mm. going to be extra hard, but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Anyway, more. All those samples? Fuck. Yeah, all the, yeah. you know, he has the money for it. <laughs> like that. Well, maybe. I mean, you don't know what they charge for the samples and shit. Yeah, true. And more albums coming out. Young Thug about to drop his. I don't know what this is. Project album. Like people, another one of those. Another it's, one of those. Yeah. We'll just call it his second album. Let's see. Yeah, people calling it. Mean, this, is, this is his debut. Yeah. Oh, this oh, debut. Oh uh, shit. My bad. No. We'll just call it the debut. Every time we don't know what the number is, the, the debut. It's album. the debut album. Yeah. It's the debut album. So much fun. That's what it's called. It drops on the 16th. Rap City. Mm. I forgot she was. Uh, I forgot the deal was being distributed through Rock Def Jam. Nish. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. so you got to praise Def Jam now? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't have to be shit for Def Jam because I know where I know where it's going through the main. Yeah, Def Jam just distributed. Yeah. Oh, okay. But Jamla and Rock Jamla Nation are handling, yeah, handling everything else. Don't no, get yeah. that shit twisted, no. bro. Def Jam needs to be appreciative <laughs> that they're distributing this album. All right, let's get that. Clear. Let's get that clear. Yeah. All right. But now, yeah, we knew we knew the album was on the horizon. Yeah. This week, she officially announced that August twenty third, as Busby stated, um, Eve is the name. Fifteen of the sixteen tracks are produced by a member of the Soul Council, which is either Ninth Wonder, Eric G. I can't pronounce it. Crisis. Crisis. Crisis and And Knots. And oh boy, if you are familiar with Jamla, and if you're just familiar with any of these producers. Oh my god! Okay, it's happening. At all. No. And then all the song titles. Shouts out to, I think, um, Mark Bird is the only one that's not a part of it, but he does the opening track. I'm I'm still familiar with Mark Bird and his Mm -hmm. production, so shouts out to him. And all the song titles are named after strong black women. Number two is is Cleo. That's after Queen Latifah's character set it off. Definitely. Because she had a she had a dope revealing for the tracklist. Uh, the reveal was each tracklist had its own cover, uh-huh. and the photo of who was named after it was the backdrop. Oh wow! So it showed the name oh, of the title, who was featured, who produced it, and then the, that photo of the person. So in this case, you had Nina Simone, Aaliyah, mm. Oprah, mm. Whoopi, mm. Serena Williams, mm, Tyra Banks, mm. Maya Angelou. Mm. Um. So John of Truth, nah, it's a. Uh, She's on the last it, track. Hodge. No, I'm talking about that's the last track. Is so John, so John of Truth. Track. Yeah, but no, yeah, but um, no, it's, it's the second to last. Yes, that's well, whatever. <laughs> but um, Ibtaj, <laughs> who's the that's Itaj. the track which is in, um, oh, who's yeah, the yeah. tennis player? She's famous yeah, because yeah. she's the first one that went out. And mm-hmm. played with the, the, I don't want to call it a scarf or rap. I apologize. Yes, the G. Yes, yeah. Um, so she did that. Um. Who is it? I, I had all these and then I. Isn't Queen Latifah on this record? On, is she's on one of these joints. On um, Cleo? 
Marley, um, who is... Uh, Bob Marley's... No, no, no. No, 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 I had it, and then it got erased, but she's on there. Um, Raina, who is uh, Raina uh, Biddy, huh. who is the the poet that did the intro on Kelani's uh, Sweet Sexy Savage. Mm-hmm. A lot of people mm-hmm. also don't know, she's Soundwave's girlfriend. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Yeah, that's huh. the mother of his child. All right. Um, so she's on there. She got her own interlude. Michelle Obama, which Obviously. has El Barner. Wow. Wow. Um... Iman, which is the famous uh, supermodel, mm-hmm. has oh, Sir right. and JID on that one. Oof. Um, suit, which was a uh, which was the first um, woman pharaoh in the 18th mm-hmm. dynasty. Shit, like she's shit. going deep into this, and then Sojourner Truth, mm-hmm. and then the last track, Afini, who is Afini Shakur, which is the one with PJ Morton. So I wonder if she's gonna mm-hmm. have an interview. <laughs> you know, I'm, 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 I'm looking at this like this could be her to pick the butterfly. <laughs> Like she has an interview with a Feeny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm legit looking at this like it's 16 tracks. Yep. Oh, There's shit. There's a significance to it. Yeah. Remember, the reason why it's To Pimp a Butterfly is because he couldn't call it To Pimp a Caterpillar because people would have caught on that it was Tupac. Yep. So there's some. She was on To Pimp a Butterfly. Yep. That's true. So I'm just saying, looking at this, look you at know, the, look at the look at the trees. Yeah, look at the fucking and, and, yeah, and, and, the and family I, tree. Look, we already said that we consider Layla's wisdom a classic. Oh. Yeah. So I'm looking at this like, could she follow up and blow that one out the fucking like? Is this the number one album of the year this year? I already said Igor. She then t- 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 hey, the crater like, man. hey, ding ding, come on, yeah, come on. But I, 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 I was already look Rhapsody. We've already said it's. We feel like we would do her an injustice putting her on a FMC only list. Oh, right. No. So. I already, you already know when she announced it. I'm ready. Yeah. The fact that you're looking at this track list now and now this is the concept. I'm I sorry. I'm not going to Jeezy first now. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to Rhapsody. I'm going straight to Rhapsody. I'm going straight to Rhapsody. Yeah. Sorry, Jeezy. Damn, he, she got the same, same day as Jeezy. Yeah. Damn, Jeezy. Oh, well. Speaking of Jeezy, did you see him Photoshop <laughs> his fucking face on Tom Brady? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I seen it. <laughs> yeah. And then did you see the cover? I, I Everyone keeps talking about this cover. Oh, you haven't seen it? I haven't no. seen the cover. Everyone oh, kept talking about it. It looks exactly like merchandise you would have got at TM101. Like Blueface would have made it? Like huh? Blueface's covers? It, it does. For for somebody of Jeezy's stature. For, it was supposed to be his last album. It wait, does wait, not wait, look wait. like Question. what it should be. Question. Mm. Is it the one with the jersey? That's the cover. Oh, what the hell? What the hell? That's some yeah. shit you put on someone's shirt. That's Seriously? the cover? That's the cover. This, like, is on his, uh, this is on his IG. Hey, look. From my, what the, I'm knocking on wood right that looks like some shit you put on a rest in peace shirt. Bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. That's really what that looks like. That's just lazy. No, nah, and I'm treating it the same way I've been treating YG's albums the last few years. Yep, you know what to do. Change Alternate cover. Yeah. Put a parental advisory sticker on there, and then, you know, I'm that's, that. Good to go. But the, to. the Photoshop, I want to ask y'all. <laughs> what's some bad Photoshop y'all seen over the years? It could be yeah. on an album. It could just be some shit you saw on social well, media. Well, the The first one that comes to my mind game, is when Bow Wow put himself on the damn death row. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> I had to bring that. Just... <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That powerful yeah, nigga. It's that, yeah. it's that for me. <laughs> See, I was thinking the Offset one with his kids, because like that, that was, was a bad know, one. That's horrible. I'm talking about when Game photoshopped himself with Tupac when he was young. Well, yeah, and yeah. he tried to play it off yeah. like he was actually there, and the nigga's like, dude, that's that's what's his name, Johnny Good. What's his name? Johnny J. Johnny J. Like, dude, what the fuck? And he and he deleted it, but he really tried it. <laughs> he really tried it. Game's done a lot of shit over the years where it's, you know. Nah, I think that's but he, he He released West Side, <laughs> and it's like, damn, you can't deny the, the dopeness of that record. And then it's like, 
Yeah, I remember why I'm not excited for that record. Now it's the past few months of what you've been doing. Chill up, kid. Chill up, dad. The marathon continues. Yeah. I will never that forget. Little nigga that. didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just another. Yeah, that's another one. That's another one. Praising him, but you know we, we know him for chasing posting, the moment. And right? he's still posting Nipsey fucking shit. So yeah, he, yeah, he does one marathon Monday. Monday. Marathon Monday. Yeah, marathon. I unfollowed him after that. After the whole <laughs> chin up, dad. I was like, I'm done. Chin up, dad. <laughs> the marathon, marathon continues. continues. A little nigga didn't little say that. Say that. <laughs> dad, the sky's blue. Yeah. Yeah, man, the the sky is blue. You know why? Because Nipsey told God that's his favorite color. So, so of course, when you look up at the sky, just know oh, the shit. marathon continues. If you don't see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was about to praise you for the good time. You gonna shut the fuck up? But then you fucked it up. <laughs> God damn, nigga. Yeah. Well, that took the mood down. But anyway, uh, Vince Staples is going to join the same label as The Temptations. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's, uh, it's, re- it's revamped now. I know, know but I'm saying? just like, going to say it. Because Motown was death row in a long time. <laughs> it was death row records with their lineup. Yeah. God damn. If I'm not mistaken, though, isn't where Motown, where QC is housed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Motown, it's 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 obviously it's way different from the Barry Gordy Motown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah it's for sure. But yeah. They, it's fully restructured. Um, but this was announced at um, Capital Music Group's annual meeting. So, like, it wasn't even like Vince came out and said it. They, they got awesome. wind of it from the annual meeting because they're like, yeah, we just got Vince Staples. And then they saw, because, um, you know, they do the presentations. Yeah, so yeah, they go yeah, yeah. Thing. Right. Then it said music coming fairly soon. So yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, he's he's, <laughs> he's jumping full steam into this. All right. But I just remember him being with... Um, I mean, obviously it was Def Jam, but it was uh, Artyom, which was no IDs. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, he was. Yeah. He and was. Then, but the wild thing is, is that so he were, he obviously switches, but he is keeping intact one label, and that's Blacksmith, huh. which is Talib Kweli, and then the uh, manager Corey Smith when they started that label years ago. Really, he's oh, still shit. remaining with them. Oh wow! Because that's also a part. It's it's similar to Rock Nation, where it's label and management. Mm, so he's gotcha, still saying gotcha. on that umbrella, and he's coming over. Mm. I read this, and I was like, once again, if only we had Revolt. If only you know. Yeah, I know. We could have had oh, the, yeah. the, the hip-hop Breaking ESPN, news, the hip-hop music ESPN in yeah. general. Yeah, well, well, good for him. Good for Vince Staples. Yeah, so... so he's going yeah. to be dancing with the Temptations. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another another switch-up was uh, Griselda. Yeah. Ooh. They just... You talk about that hustle. They got that They got that whole co-sign, man. Yeah. yeah. They were Rock Nation. Yeah. They, they went where they could be used properly, and, and it's not like a whole actual label jump. It was management, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what's... So it's, uh, so it's West Side Gun and then uh, Benny the Butcher. They got that Rock Nation um, management They're deals. doing the management. I initially, when I looked at it, I was like, okay, are they switching up labels? Because, of course, West Side and Conway are oh, shady. shady. But uh, this is all just for the management because, of course, Kanye or Conway just released uh, the, song with the record with them. Mm. So that lets you know he's got something that's coming out. So the fact that, you know, they're on two brands now. They're on Shady and Rock Nation. And they keep moving like they're independent. Yeah. You know. They're not waiting for them to back them. They're like, you know. This is how how you're supposed to move. Would you call them Renegades? Renegades! (laughs) (laughs) Hey. (laughs) That was good. Thank you. Thank you. Renegades! (laughs) Never been afraid to say what's on my mind. Oh, man. That was a good song. But no, I mean, look, 
those are two significant moves to me. <laughs> it may not be a lot for the average music listener, but for a hip hop nerd, those are two significant moves. You oh, are number one, yeah. I, Motown has been fairly good with how you don't have to be that kind of, you know, the 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 hot trend now to get publicity that Def Jam's been doing. Yeah, Motown's kind of you know they're gonna, they're gonna back their artists no matter if you're on the grand scale. Yeah. If you're mid-tier or if you're just on the startup, they're going to get behind you. So Vince, with what he did with FM and then having the Beats 1 show mm-hmm. and just being that presence on social media, I feel like Motown's going to give him the extra push he needs mm-hmm. to move forward. He's been quiet on Twitter lately. Yeah. With so Griselda, who doesn't look bad standing next to Jay-Z? Who looks bad standing next to Eminem? You know what I'm so, like, well, You well, can't look bad well, yeah. But being like, from New York, though, also? Yeah. Like, to be from well, Buffalo, well, specifically. Buffalo, New York. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. To be from Buffalo... And to make saying, those moves, they have well, two. Yeah, they have two. Something else. They have right. two legend. Yeah. They have two legendary rappers giving them the, the cosign. cosign. Right. So it's just right. like that's the man. You can't lose. No. Yeah. Round of applause. Yeah, yeah. For real. That's major. Anyway, streaming news. Apple Music finally fucking grew a brain and said, "You know what? We're gonna be just like Tidal and get the high resolution shit." <laughs> yeah. But you know, I'm like, I don't know. Y'all too late for that, but whatever. They're actually not. We're not late. And here's here's why they're not too late. Mm. So they've been doing it before with just the iTunes Store, which is if you remember, mastered for iTunes. Oh yeah, that's true. This is all that it is. They're just bringing it over to the streaming, to the streaming platform. Oh, so mm-hmm. now there's going to be exclusives that are just under that. What makes this even more significant in comparison to Title? Because yes, Title does have it. You have to pay for twenty dollars a month to get that. Mm. There's no extra payment for this. Ah, okay. This is coming with it. Okay. Ah. To me, that's a punch to title. Well, that landed. Yeah. Because you can say what you want about title, but you have to pay extra to get there. Apple's like, eh, we are bad. Here you go. Yeah, we'll, we'll just, just add just it in. Throw that in there yeah. for you. And then title will figure something else out. Like, oh, okay, you wanna do that shit? For sure. So to me that was a good counter. Where it was, <laughs> to me, you're yes, you're late to the party. Mm-hmm. But instead of trying to up the price, yeah, it's sorry, our bad. Here you go. Yeah, I mean, and there's a lot you can do with that. Like again, you don't be surprised if there are certain artists that they pull when their album drops. They want to do a significant because you know they can't do the the pick one streaming over the other anymore. Mm-hmm. Like that's been out for a while. Yeah, they took yeah. that. But shit the out. idea that okay, we're gonna we're gonna partner with you to even though the albums are gonna be out all over the place. We're gonna do something special with this master version that you can only find through Apple. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Title like, got them yeah. with the mastered shit. Yeah, when they, when they mastered records now, even I can't. But really title, but yeah. where Apple Music succeeds is they're under the Apple brand, mm. so the marketing far supersedes title. Yeah, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. They could do a lot more with that. So that's why I found that very interesting. Also, Netflix, you better fucking get your ammo ready because Disney is coming with the <laughs> fucking guns. <laughs> They want smoke. They want they, all the, oh, in the words want that smoke. smoke. No, in the words they of Street Profits. They want it now. No, in the words of Street Profits from WWE. They want the smoke. Yeah. They want the smoke. We want the smoke. That's what Disney Plus want. They want all the smoke. Because they announced, because you announced it when they bought Hulu, they were like, they're going to put it in one big ass package. Well, guess what, yeah. motherfuckers? <laughs> Disney Plus is going to bundle with Hulu with ads and ESPN Plus. For twelve ninety nine a fucking month. Shit. Now I'm gonna do some numbers. Yeah. Disney Plus is already gonna be six ninety nine. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Hulu with the ads is seven ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Mm. So think about that. That's already thirteen ninety eight. Yep. You add ESPN Plus and you save a dollar. Yeah. 
That's <laughs> fucking crazy. That's some Because ESPN good. Plus is $5 by right? itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you can get those two by themselves, but it's like, hey, why don't you save a dollar and we'll give you ESPN Plus. And you get Hulu with ads. It'd be ads, but we have everything. We'll add more shit. Yeah. And, and, and to me... You already know what's going to come next. What? They're going to have another uh, package where if you don't want the ads, you just pay like three or four bucks extra. And we all know everybody's going everybody's gonna to skip this shit and be like, oh, I got to pay roughly $20 for that. Give me that. I'll take it. Give me what I want. And then you factor in how HBO and what? Uh, HBO Max. HBO Max is coming pretty soon. Mm. And that has what? The Fox shit and everything mm. else that comes with that? They're coming for Netflix's head. Netflix Damn. And, and remember, we reported, we've been reporting all year. Netflix is losing money because they're producing at such a high rate and they're not getting it all that back because right. of the subscriptions and people, you know, seven people attached to one subscription. Uh-huh. Well. I'm just saying, like. Shit's getting well, spooky for Netflix. They, y'all they, got Blockbuster out. They and, got you know, Blockbuster out to paint. But, yeah. yeah, history likes repeating itself. But Netflix, I think they're too big to fail. But we'll see because it's just they're going to have to do well. so. They're going well. They're going to have to do something because remember the Office and all those NBC oh, shows are twenty twenty. Yeah, they that has a timestamp on it too. They're figuring it out because they have a lot of quality shit, and that's the one thing I hate about all the streaming shit. So much quality shit, and I can't keep up with it. <laughs> I mean, you, you you're saying they have quality shit like Disney Plus ain't about. I to, know. Gravel. Yeah, like, I'm sound like ghosts. I know. I sound like ghosts. I know. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You got the MCU shit. They yeah. got all this just Star Wars shit. Yeah, bruh, that's some bullshit. Anyway, happy birthday, hip hop. Give hey. me a hell yeah. yeah. Anyway, happy birthday, hip hop. Y'all can tell you said it's so sad. I know. Oh, just, sad about I'm not sad. Forty-six that's how you years said old. It. Oh yeah, well, that's just how you said it. But happy, just, happy birthday, hip hop. Happy birthday, hip hop. Forty-six years old. Mm-hmm. How it all started. That's <laughs> why we're here. Seriously though, sound like Shaq right now. I love this culture. Sorry, sound. I love this culture. I just, I I just love. Oh, I love it. But it um, gets me mad. But yeah, I love it. I mean, but what, what don't you love doesn't get you mad at a certain point. You know, like you know, seriously. That that's life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Stone. I want to give a special shout out. We we shouted them out last week. Um, when we just thought it was just a little list, but yeah, hey, I gotta say, hey, round, of round of applause to the Brew Podcast. I mean, you talk about hip hop turning forty six. The week leading into that forty six birthday for hip hop, you get the whole community unraveled in this topic of a list. Yeah, yeah. like it was annoying. Serious. You know what I'm saying? When we recorded it, we just saw it, so we were just responding off just seeing it. Then to see that it went, viral, it wasn't just viral. about Joe Budden. Mm. It was about lists, period, right. and right. how it just sparked this whole video. I mean, Martin sent the group chat talking about, oh, they're talking about this list on ESPN right now. Yeah, like mm-hmm. they referenced it. Yeah, and the, I mean, again, the sad part of it is, is that the one thing they messed up on was they didn't watermark their the list podcast to know that it was the Brew Podcast. Right, right, right. and no one's shouting them out besides us. So. Yeah. Well, well, Joe they, did, but we, they didn't. They they didn't. Joe, Joe did, didn't. but they didn't name him. That's, yeah, that's, the, the that's what I mean. They didn't say the name. But he did recognize that it wasn't like you know. All Joe had it's, it's not like he took credit. Joe for was shit. playing you know his mean? greatest hits. That was that was an episode that he deserved after all these episodes. Like, <laughs> yeah. The fact he made it that I'm sorry, fam. If I had a career like him, I'm playing something throughout every single episode. Like, <laughs> he played it may not be the whole... Nicki Minaj extreme, but I'm doing something. He played a whole melody of his greatest hits. He yeah, got really this shit off. That was and wonderful. Then, and then the sleepers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, like, number three. That's what he comes like. Not one or two. <laughs> 
Uh, um, oh yeah, no, we um, <laughs> we did all. Yeah, so so we we took part and um, we, we already know. set our list last week. We we no, didn't we do didn't. it on here. Yeah, we did. No, no, we didn't. I said my top five. No, you didn't. No, you did. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. I said M hole in no order. No, no, that was my order. I said it just like that. I said M, Hove, Nas, Kanye, and Kendrick. I said it just that. Huh. Well, I'm saying we didn't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Okay, well, no. No, well, we we didn't. Us two. <laughs> us two. Yeah. You might That's have. Us two. <laughs> well, go on. Yeah, so I went through and looked at um, my top five. I, spent, I actually spent a good 30 minutes on it because I just didn't you... want to rush it out. <laughs> Because Damn, I had 30 that, minutes on top five? Top five? I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah. well, that just caught my attention. Like, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. I was working on the top 50. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. The top 50 what? Of just our, rappers in general. Just your own personal yeah. list? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, was working on, I was working on my top 50. Oh, okay. Which I'll reveal later because that's not even close to being done. Yeah, so, sure. overall, on this list, I spent 30 minutes. Let me rephrase that. Okay. <laughs> on the top five, I spent a good 10 minutes. All I'm right. Make sure, you know, mm-hmm. through it. I can only name up to five and everything else just... Fits in between. Nah, not for me. I, there's, there's two. Again, this is, a, it's a beautiful culture. Like, oh, it is. Everybody that has contributed that is needs to be highlighted. But for my five, um, number five, I put Cube. Um, I'm going through and explaining reasons because a lot of people got confused. And I, again, well, I, we talked about criteria, so I'm like, look, this is my criteria. What were you at the time frame? Uh-huh. In terms, of, and that's why I bring up sales. I don't bring up sales to say you know the end all be all like that's what i focus on i bring up sales because it's kind of like a counter to your peers it's like okay you did this while such and such did this around a certain time okay now that we got the numbers out the way let's focus that's why i was bringing up numbers yeah okay Okay. it wasn't just based on that right cube for what he's done with three solo records Mm. you factor in that he was the main writer for nwa Uh uh-huh you factor in that he's definitely battle tested because Mm. he destroyed nwa literally with one record yes and when i was rapping my style was based off of Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. Pac is my favorite rapper, but my style was in the line of Ice Cube. So for me, he that's top five. Mm. Number five. Four, Kendrick has done enough to I me mean, over the period of time. In a short amount he has, of time. He has, a, he has a good body of work because for those who are familiar with him being K-Dot, it goes back to 2007 when he was doing the Black Wall Street mixtapes. Uh-huh. So he has a good enough extensive body of work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, nobody's had a run like Wayne. In his in, in their prime, okay. Nobody's had a run like Wayne did in the prime. Unless I mean, I get what you're saying, but you, you can't tell me it's his list. I know, me, I know, I get it. I'm you cannot saying, tell like, me somebody Drake that kind of has that run right. Drake now. did not have a run with the mixtapes. Okay, we're talking albums and mixtapes. Yeah, okay. Drake did not have that run. All right. So that that's that's a whole completely something different. Got gotcha. you. Wayne's albums from the Carter, I want to say Carter one, Carter two. And the tapes leading up to Carter Three, mm. you're hard pressed to find something that you're you're like, nah, it wasn't a dope project. Yeah, you're, you're hard pressed. Definitely, like, yeah, definitely. Can't so that's what that. I'm talking about. Okay, number two, Jay Z. I've often recognized Jay. He is the goat. Mm-hmm. This to me is like Jordan and Kobe. I recognize Jordan is the goat, but I wasn't there for you know. The long I, again, I've admittedly said I had to come back and right. re-listen to his discography because I wasn't up on game like I was. Mm. And then number one, pop doesn't need to be much. Doesn't need to be said. Oh, it's so dedicated to him. Yeah. Now you, Martin. <laughs> so my criteria is body of work, um, longevity, yep. and impact. Like those are the three main things. Yep. To me, 
And with that said, my number five is Rakim because his impact is still being heard today. If you listen to the way he the way he raps, the melodies that he does, the rhythm like cadences or whatnot, it's still heard. Mm. Oh, obviously, it's, you know what I mean, the, like. He's the father of the continuation. Yeah. The continuation exactly. style. You know what that is? Yeah. You just keep rapping and rapping and well, rapping. When you, when you end the bar, but you end on the cliffhanger. Yeah. He's, yeah. The, he's the father of that. Every oh, rapper does that now. A lot right? of people yeah. credit that shit to like Biggie. Like when you're building, up to, the, the, when you building up to the hook and shit? No, no, no. no, when, no, you're, no. when you leave each bar mm-hmm. and it's not completed, so you have to tune into the next bar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. he's he fathered that. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. of course. So, to me, that's my number five. Like, in the way I, I put Rakim at five and not one or two or whatnot is because to me he is the bar anything above that yeah. is, is better you know it's great yeah you know it's I mean? evolution yeah exactly and with that e40 Ugh. say what you want he made like 90 percent of the slang that you hear in all of rap well that i was, you know I was I mean? just about to say that he literally crosses off everything he, even even the haters yeah or that don't think he should be he crosses off at least two of yours for everybody else that now knows the criteria. He still he crosses a, off the impact, still, body of work, and the body of work. <laughs> and he can still outwrap a lot of these niggas right yeah. now. Easy. I mean, look, bro. You can, like I said, say what you want. I could give two fucks. Look at the features that he's had. I don't he, fuck with you. He, in my opinion, outwraps those people that he's on the songs with. And I don't even, even on, on Big Sean's I Don't Fuck With You, he wasn't even rapping that hard. He was damn near on autopilot, but it still fucking slapped. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he still took that song to the next level. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because you hear Sean, then when you hear, when you hear E-40 pop up, it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's just my opinion on that. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people went crazy, or not a lot of people, but I seen one comment in particular that putting Jay-Z at number three was blasphemous or disrespectful your own, or something like that. It's your own list. Right? That's the crazy yeah. shit about your list. Yeah, to me, alright, we're at the top three now. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, I'm looking at who I'm going to put in yeah. there. Yeah. And in my opinion, right now, Jay-Z has, and I'm not going to say duds, but not, how do I put it? He's not... He has lackluster albums. Yes, he does have lackluster albums. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And... I think where that where comes in though, three though. Like I yeah, said, yeah. <laughs> I think where that comes in though, the counter with that, and I'm not countering your list. It's your list. Yeah. I'm not yeah, downplaying yeah, yeah. it. The counter to that is who's who's number two. Mm-hmm. Jay obviously has the the most complete longevity mm-hmm. yeah. over him, and he's been no, relevant. No, definitely that. He's been relevant in many decades. Yes. So when you're that relevant over those that long a time, you're gonna have duds. Like mm. you're not gonna yeah, have yeah, yeah. a career that's flawless. Oh no no no! I and I don't even expect that for my number two. Yeah. But with that said, I'm gonna go to number one. My number one is Tupac. I mean... Yeah. Hands down, to me, the best rapper, period. When you want to talk about just the poetic flow that he gave, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just putting his... Uh, like, literally... Putting, like, yeah, his life or yeah. his view on life. He's, you know he's, what I mean? He's not, records. The, he's not the best technical rapper. Yeah. But... He makes you feel it. Find, yeah, find somebody that could... Find somebody else that could tell you the sky, like Sway said. Find somebody that could tell you the sky is orange and you're not going to believe it. Yeah. You can tell Gabe that. <laughs> well, we right, know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, that yeah. was my number one. Now going back to number two, that's Kendrick, and the reason why is because <laughs> it's not. It's not even not on no like fanboy type shit, bro. I've never seen anybody come out the gate and go four for four. Literally, I've never seen that. That's, that's fucking ridiculous. And as far as lyrics, come on. Like, I mean, what are we talking about? You yeah, know what I mean? He's, he is the... He called himself the greatest rapper alive. And, and in my opinion, he is the closest thing that I've ever seen to Pac. He's like Kobe. Yeah. It's like Kobe to Jordan, to me. So, it's like, I have to put them one-two. Now, that's, that's the way I look at Kobe and Jordan. Right. See, to me, the I go more literal. 
So to me, Kobe is like it, it could go it could go either way if you think about it. Kobe is to me is like Jay or Wayne, depending on which scenario you want to run in. Mm-hmm. Jay and Kobe literally started the same year, which was '96, mm. and they lasted for pretty much the same duration of time. So if you yeah. want to go from that aspect, like literally, that's the mirror. Wayne and Kobe makes sense because remember, out of the four All Stars, Kobe was the pup that year when it was Shaq, Eddie mm-hmm. Jones, Van yeah, Exel. Yeah. Well, Wayne was in the Hot Boys, and Wayne was the pup in that, yeah. who then superseded everybody, right? And then went on to do that, and their runs kind of mirror the same too. They both fell off at the same time. I get you. I definitely get you. But I'm going more yeah. of a literal, like, yeah, 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 literal yeah. terms. Yeah. Well, see, my whole thing is like. The fall off for Wayne was just so dramatic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Especially with the whole situation that he had. I know it was no fault of his, but, yeah. but with what he had with, uh, with what shit. you call it, uh, Birdman. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It just, to me, that kind of like put a huge fucking blemish. And Kendrick still has the ability to do that, unfortunately. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, pray that he I'm don't. On wood, yeah. Like, I mean, shit. seriously, like, pray that he don't, but he can fall off. And this is my list as of right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? The list not, is always changing. Yeah, it's not. Gonna, it might not be my list five years from now, yeah. ten years yeah. from now, shit. You know what I mean? Since y'all gave reasons, I might as well explain my list. My well, top—that's that's what I was getting to. Like. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah. My top five is not really on. My only criteria is how how do these rappers make me feel? I I give a damn about record sales and all this other shit. It just goes on by how I make my feel. So by having saying that, both y'all have Pac at number one. Pac is—we said it last week. He's on a whole other just realm of just music mm-hmm. like he's like I said he's up there with Bob Dylan he's up there with Michael Prince all them legendary he's like on a whole other plethora you know what I mean so yeah. to have him at number one is like no shit <laughs> you know it's like putting up like he's up there with God pretty much right so mm-hmm. my top five is just rappers that make me how I feel so I guess at number five would be Kendrick Lamar because like you said you have never seen I've, I haven't seen a rapper go on this type of run like he is yeah. undefeated all his albums make me feel gr- like differently and emotionally in so many ways and the way he raps it's just on a whole other just level and he has not let me down yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> and it, like music wise, everything about him, he is just, just, it's almost perfection. Yeah. And the only person, and the type of run he's on, the only person I can think of would be Kanye. And I'll be number four. Kanye's number four, the type of run he went on. So I, I didn't want to counter what Martin said with Kendrick, where he's like, I haven't heard anybody that's jumped out that goes. It was his before. list. No, no, but I was saying, like, universally speaking, Kanye jumped out five for five. Five for five. Well, universally yeah, speaking, yeah, 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 like, yeah. I get what you're like, saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get what you're saying, but you know how I but, feel but, about yeah, that. Yeah, no, that, yeah, but I'm you know saying, like, it's, it's just I don't a different. See it that, yeah, yeah, it's I, different I don't strokes. see it that way. But yeah. the way Kanye just makes me feel with how he kind of makes you want to feel great, just minus all the MAGA shit. But musically, he's like you say, he's a fucking genius. When he's on, when he's in his bag, he's in his bag, and the shit he went through, is just, when he came out the gate, it's just like wow. Number three is Nas. Like, what does that say about Nas? He's literally like a prophet when he raps. He literally make you sit. He can make me sit down and think about life. And just, he says it so, he does it so fucking well, of course. Number two is Hove, of course. Because Hove is literally the greatest. Like we said, he's like probably the greatest of all time when it comes just to rapping. There's a bar for every, for every fucking situation in life. There is a Hove bar. And just everything he's done in between that. And it's just like when I listen to Hove, it's like, yeah, it's going to be a great day. Now M, yeah. 
I listened to him when I first, like, when I really started getting the rap. I, like, I remember at first it started with Missy Elliott, and then it was, like, DMX, and I tried to find that perfect mesh of it, and I found Eminem, and he was just, he rapped differently than a lot of these, like, a lot of these rappers. Like, yeah. he rapped so mm-hmm. differently, the way he was just mixing words, and... I never went through what he went through with the whole, you know, baby mama hating his mom and shit, but I felt that anger. I felt that emotion. And it was just like, I connected with it. And he was like, likely my spokesperson for what mm-hmm. I've been going through. And so I heard, hold that near and dear to me. So when I look at my top five, I'm just like, yeah, all five of these motherfuckers could really just outwrap everybody if they feel like it. And I am completely confident with that. So yeah, that's my time. I, 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 yeah, I'd explain that too because everybody's like, "Oh, you didn't have Nas in like this, that," and I'm yeah. like, "Well, fam, like I said before, just this my criteria. That's why I have two lists. Yeah. If you're talking about lyricists, then oh, I'm yeah. no way in hell I'm picking. I'm not going with Nas in my top five, but I'm just going for my take. Those were five artists where you you put you put them in any scenario and you give me the option between them or Nas. Mm. I'm always picking them over Nas. Oh yeah, as far as the bodies yeah. of work. Whichever bodies of work. Right. That's just, unless, and I get tired of people saying, well, what about Illmatic? It's like, we ain't speaking on Illmatic. You're talking about the whole we, career. I, I recognize Illmatic <laughs> as one of the top five releases in hip hop history. It's like the thriller if of not, hip-hop. If not number one. Like, I've been on record of saying that. Yeah. But I'm ta- we're talking about bodies of work, man. Like, and at the right. end of the day, it's your fucking opinion. Yeah. That's how I was looking at all these lists. It's like, this is all just your opinion. And like, my list is just only personal for me is how yeah. it's pretty much all these are I don't care about your album like I do care about your albums but it's just like all those added to why you're in my top five and right it's just like yeah that's just how it is and you're not gonna change my mind there's, you know there's one rapper that's missing out of all our top five make an educated guess <laughs> I know who yeah, <laughs> yeah. everyone's gonna get <laughs> mad at us about that everyone's gonna get real mad about that you know what I've gone on I've, as I've just listened to Biggie over the years, only two albums. Big, yeah, well, and that, but that's not. I don't. It's that's not, not his fault. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, not his fault. Like, yeah. some tells me he wanted to tour that of, second album. You know, he wanted you know, to do maybe. stuff. You know, yeah, like uh, he's probably recording the third album. Yeah. You never know. You never know. Right. So, some tells me it's not his fault. Mm-hmm. But one thing I've noticed is, for as great and descriptive, and he's easily top three storytellers of all time. Mm-hmm. Mm. A lot of his rhymes were just ABC rhymes. Of course. Yeah. So to me, it was like it just, and you could say the same. You could say the same thing about Pac and you know and all that, but it was just there was just Pac was more of a speaker. Yeah. He was when when you spoke, spoke, you listened. listened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Big. He was was the technical like like he he got into his lyrical shit. He got into his lyrical shit. But to get there. It's very elementary still. Yeah. And then he also has those kind of, those quite a few lines, albeit, you know, one yeah. from Richard Pryor and all that, but uh, just the lines yeah. where it's like, you look so good, you suck on your, yeah, I suck I'm on like, your I'm daddy I'm not saying dick. that. No, I um, would not say that I'm not shit. saying that at all. Like, well, M has questionable lines too, but he's in, he's in character. This yeah. one was just like, Biggie, what? No. Yeah, like, what, what you doing, Big? Like, he's like, he's, if I had a top 10, he'll be in my top 10 for sure, but I looked at it as, well, you needed like, Two or more albums to make me feel a type of way about your stuff, but I don't have that type of connection to Biggie's music. Like Life After Death and Ready to Die, they're just you know classic albums. But you only gave me two. You only, you only gave me two records, man. Like I needed more, but you know, unfortunately, he died. But still, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, circumstances <laughs> didn't let him. <laughs> yeah. I'm not holding that against him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. So some people are calling him the greatest of all time and shit like that, and I'm like, after two albums, word. 
Uh, and that's all I can say. It's like, uh, okay, that's your opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. But then, it, but then it got me it got me thinking that women got left off this list. Well, they got left off the, what do you call it, the top 50 in general. Well, no, that's like what I'm that, saying. The, that the, first go, one. No, going back to the top 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got left off the list. Mm. So then I started thinking about that even more. Mm. And I was like, I wonder what a top 50 or a top five women's list would look like. Well, for me, it, 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 I said Missy Elliott was who I listened to the most, so it would be Missy Elliott would be Missy for one. me is my number one. Missy, mm-hmm. the way Just she used to twist of, words yeah. and how animated she was, her, no particular order, MC Light, Queen Latifah, yeah. Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim. Uh, Foxy Brown, maybe? See, no, not Foxy and this Brown. this goes against everything. I would put Rhapsody in that just based on... I was about to say, yeah, I would Rhapsody for me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Rhapsody for me would be in the, the top, top five. five. But then uh, you can go either way, because then you bring up Queen Latifah. Yeah. Um, it's like going there. Nikki. Like, you you got to put Nikki on there, but not She, she has five. to be somewhere on there, because... she's I mean, made an impact. Yeah. But... Mm. Um, it all just... That's basically where I would go to, is like... Rhapsody's done enough, yeah, to where she stood. She's really yes. stood out, mm-hmm. and she's cemented and herself. We're forgetting the brat. Of the brat course, has you also yeah, played a role. Has to be on there somewhere. Um, but for me, for sure, number one would be Missy. Like, yeah, I don't forget about Eve. Eve, yeah, Ooh, yeah. Okay, now shit. I gotta read. Now I gotta read. Yep. Look at it. Gotta look at that shit, Trina. Now. Because Eve yeah. used to, Eve used to have to battle DMX in the locks. Mm-hmm. So to survive that, that says a lot. Yeah, she had Foxy Brown. Early Foxy Brown, not that Work shit you heard on present. Not, not that shit you heard on peasant on yeah. Queen. Not that Foxy. God damn. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, so I go with Missy, Eve, MC Light, Rhapsody, and I'd have to go with Kim. I can't leave Kim. You can't leave Kim. Yeah. Honestly, Seriously. on the female top five list, you have to have Kim on there. Yeah. yeah. No matter what, you have to have her on there. But top top five MCs, you know, it's just what it is. Like they are, they they have a significant impact in the game. I mean, it's kind of obvious. Right. So speaking of female MCs and Missy Elliott, it was just announced today that she will receive the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award at the VMAs this year. That was a long time, yeah, long coming. overdue, long overdue, long overdue, and it's funny. Way too that long overdue, and she yeah. made sure she called it by its proper name because MTV might think about getting cute after leaving Neverland by trying to drop Michael's name, but everyone's just like, no, nope. called by the proper name. Top three Missy videos. Shit. Oh come <laughs> on, man. No, no, I'm thinking of it is in no particular order. There's get um, your freak on. Yeah, get your freak on. One minute, man, and, and the then, rain. The rain, of course, but there's no. This she did other ones too that was just so I, fucking. I know, but I'm just saying, like, fuck, <laughs> like, dude, what do you? Gossip pick? Folks was a great. Gossip, Gossip Folks. Folks was good. Gossip Folks was a great fucking video. Music makes you lose control. That shit. That was shit fu- was good. Her fucking Damn, performance bro. is gonna be fire. Her video Seriously, was gonna yeah. be fire. Everyone kept saying Nissy should have had this shit. If I'm gonna watch the VMAs, I'm gonna watch for this. If she look up to Michael and she gonna make sure she's gonna call it by his proper name. Don't get cute, MTV. Yeah. Don't get cute. My, <laughs> I, I was talking to Martin this earlier. They named it, they named it the Video Vanguard, the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard, where Michael was still at the peak of his career. You know how fucking how fucking balling you have to be for that. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I'm a, still like dropping simple, albums. Man. Like, don't get me wrong. That you're right. You're 100 percent right. But then he also did have a long career previous yeah. to that, where he was and he, and he literally made MTV or groundbreaking albums and, and, and videos. Ground, videos, yeah. And he literally made MTV. Like, he, yeah, he, he ran MTV. Well, him and Madonna. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, mainly Michael. But just they literally had days just named after his ass and Madonna too. Yeah. <laughs> 
but you can't, yeah, can't leave. Can't leave Madonna. Yeah, That's why I tell everyone: bro. all these when all these '80s celebrities died, and then I'm going, y'all better appreciate Madonna now. I keep saying that y'all better appreciate her. Don't be trying to talk down on her, even though she's still dropping albums. She dropped the album with fucking Swaley. Yeah, she could stop that. Yeah, yeah, but people still listen. <laughs> they still go to the shows. Just the legacy. Like, go, yeah. go for a legacy mode. My Madonna has Madonna has hits, man. She does. Yeah, she do. Yeah, yeah. Frozen fucking Shit. inspired fucking Adelta sing. Um, Ray of Light, Like a Prayer, Vogue, man. Also got one of the greatest porn spreads ever. Yes, she does. That sex magazine. <laughs> was, was Big Daddy Kane. Yeah, that's a Big Daddy and fucking Naomi and Campbell. And Campbell. She. But the, y'all thought fucking Miley Cyrus was asking like was asking for attention. Madonna was the queen of that shit. Oh, but she wasn't asking. <laughs> she demanded no, she it. She was that telling shit. you, this you is what's going down. Pay attention yeah. to me. <laughs> and <laughs> give me what I want. Attention. And years later, you know, come to find out she was serving as Pac's bottom bitch. So. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't forget ASAP Rocky going like, Tupac fuck Madonna. Tupac didn't fuck Madonna. Tupac fuck Madonna? He was like so shocked that Pac fucked Madonna. Yeah. Like, yeah, the fuck? Donna cool. Anyway, we got some anniversary albums coming up. First, um, let's get the good ones. Tear Gas. Shout out to fucking... Well, that happened back in June. And we. I have, the only reason why I brought it up because I saw a flyer go out about Tear Gas on the anniversary album. So I'm like, oh shit, it's been 10 years? Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I'm, remember around in the Bay, man, everyone blasted that damn album. Everybody. And today is Jacka's birthday as and well. And today's Jacka's birthday. Let's not tear It's so random. That, that's yep. such a and they're still dropping featured. He's still dropping featured yeah. verses. I don't know how. I don't know how much he recorded. <laughs> I just like I. The mob figures, man. That was the mentality. We got to record them before we get caught up. I that, swear that to was God. The mentality. <laughs> I swear to God, they probably yeah, just get seriously. it. They just kind of conjure up a Ouija board. Say Jacka Cullen dropped his verse. He just floats up like the Remember the Time video. <laughs> wow. <laughs> drops his verse and then just oh, spins geez, away. <laughs> just saying. Like what? I'm like I remember I was hey, seeing nah, a feature. Nah, 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 nah. This is the Jag, bro. I know, I'm just saying it's a cloud of smoke. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like he was this is the Jag. Like, oh, you need a verse? No, nah, right. you gotta roll up a jackhammer. Yeah. You don't even know. On some how high, on some how high shit. On some how high shit. Yeah, that he pops up. I swear to God, Mr. Fab drops another album, and I see a jacket verse. I'm like, what the fuck, shit. Fab? You're, you're talking about you're waiting on Fab? No, I'm just saying, burner. E40 burner, burner, burner. <laughs> every time. No, it never fails. There's always yeah. a jacket verse. I'm like, I see him featuring the jacket. Of course, it's featuring the damn jacket. <laughs> <laughs> now, when Tear Gas came out, it was significant because I remember that was when he did. Um, SMC recordings mm-hmm. so that yep. was a big deal because yep. it was just off the end of everybody pretty much coming in and outside of Lil John, everybody all these other labels coming in kind of poaching the bay yeah right. just kind of picking artists and then not doing anything with them right yeah so for SMC at the time to come in it wasn't like they were poaching Jack it was like here's a budget mm-hmm. <laughs> we're gonna work with you let's get some yeah. going and let, let's who move. did he get on he got Paul Vaughn Freeway on that album right um, so you had E-40, Freeway, Zion, I, Selsky, mm-hmm. Devin the Dude, yep. Condon, Paul yep. Wall, mm-hmm. Fab, of course, Planet Asia yeah. was a great on the movement, mm-hmm. um, Dub 20 and Jay Stalin, Cormega, mm-hmm. I remember Cormega being on that, I remember seeing that and I was like, Cormega. I don't know why he named it Tear Gas, <laughs> he always because Cormega, the cover art had nothing to do with the actual theme of the album, but it was just like, just go with it, that's a lot of big people, but... Mm. It didn't matter. To me. It doesn't know. matter, bro. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, this wasn't a. This wasn't a bro, uh, look, I remember when this shit came out. I literally, right, so I was delivering at the time for Kelly Moore Paints, right? Uh-huh. I went to Rasputin's. I don't give a fuck. Like I literally, my first delivery, dropped the shit off. 
Went straight to Rasputin's, which was uh, about five miles away. So I got caught in traffic. You know how that yeah, goes. She had to get this was back in the day no, when you yeah. had to buy albums. I went and I bought three of them motherfuckers, bro. Yeah. I, I just remember, <laughs> I just remember that. Because JD, what up, JD? He played the fuck out this damn album. Every day I was at his house, he literally ran it, ran it till it was scratched up. He fucked with this album tough everyone did oh man that was a that was I mean a how could you not man that shit I think that was the fire, last that was, I think this was like the last statement like Bay Area album in a way outside of, I mean outside of E40 yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. see no one else that really dropped an album as impactful as Tear Gas I yeah, might no, be wrong same thing like Martine I just remember you know cause out here in the Bay with us it, it is Rasputin like mm-hmm. we weren't really fucking with Sam Goody and um, FYE FYE or Tower Rest Records like that and the, the funny thing is in Campbell Martin knows oh, yeah. there used to be Rasputin and there used to be a Tower Records like right next to each literally other literally right down the street like yeah. two blocks maybe <laughs> right yeah. in Campbell yeah. Um, but yeah I just remember going to Rasputin and I was like I need the tear gas and give me that copped it in and I was just from the opening track with Matt Black and Ryder mm, summer that I was, was just mm-hmm. like oh yeah mm-hmm. yep this yeah. is because, I mean, again, at the time, it was like these labels were coming in, not only poaching the artists, but they were like, okay, we need the hyphy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. And the good thing it is, it was like Jack wasn't that to begin with. Nope. Like, he would jump on some tracks, but it wasn't that wasn't his, you know, he was more of the mob music. So, to hear that shit. they didn't try changing him. Mm-hmm. Sorry. See, you're just looking at shit you shouldn't be looking at right yeah, now. Man. <laughs> That's a sign. But to hear that they weren't making them change the style, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was refreshing. They're just being themselves. Let yeah. him do what he do. And then Glamour's lifestyle ended up becoming like a, a, a hyphy. A hyphy anthem that wasn't hyphy. Yes, y'all yes, getting educated on Bay Area like, culture if, right now. If you watch people. that video, I, I, I'll never get it out of my mind because that, that video drove me nuts. He's dancing and fucking going crazy like if it's the like the hypiest yeah. shit ever. Yeah, but it really wasn't. And it wasn't. It was like it was the chillest <laughs> yeah. fucking song, dude. Like you it's the chillest upbeat. Play shit. that shit while you're driving and it's perfect. That song you could play anywhere. Anywhere. I mean, like, no, you're driving, you can play you at could. the barbecue, yeah. the parties. The kickback, whatever. But it wasn't no like. Yeah, no. Nah, it wasn't one. to go. Yeah, it wasn't telling one to go. Exactly. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, freaking analogy, no bro. One to go. It was not that if, shit. If only guys were. If only the people were here in the bay when that record dropped out here. Telling one to go. Oh my. In high God. school, it was madness. You talk about a moment. That was a moment in time. And, yeah, you want to know the wild thing was. That was. That was really just at the forefront. If yeah. you if you go back and look at 2006 and what the barrier did musically, because mm. remember Too Short dropped 2006 with Blow the Whistle, Blow the Whistle, yeah. yeah. And then remember, um, that's when uh, the Grown Man remix came out. Mm-hmm. Shit. And then that's when, of course, uh, Son of a Pimp. The first one was 2005, mm-hmm. but some of the songs Started were still catching. funneling in in 2006. Yeah, yeah. like so I was, that, like, that was like it was I'll just a forget. good yeah. time to be I'll out here. House party. Like, 06, man. I remember hearing everything from the from the end of 04 all the way through all the Mac Dre shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially, because mm. he died in 04. Yeah, right, right. So all the Mac Dre shit, all the this shit, man, all the E40 man, shit, Federation, man. fucking. Uh, Yeah, he and the locks with the team. Yeah, yeah, bro. I've never because when the team, I'm sorry, when when the team dropped world premiere in 2007. Yeah, when that when world premiere dropped, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh Oh, shit, this should have been on a major label (laughs) because it did not. It it had the it had every element of Bay Area, 
But that album sounded so like universal. Yeah, I was like, fam, they yes, just, somebody did. dropped the ball on this because this should have been like a Capitol it's, Records release. I'll right. never forget being at a house party when Tell Me Where to Go was fresh out. It was it was it was out and it was early, but Dog. it was fresh out the oven type of. And I remember I was at a house party. It was like my homegirls, one of my former homegirls' house party, and someone turned the lights off. So we knew I knew Tell Me Where to Go was on this mix CD, and then all of a sudden the, everyone <laughs> the house just got packed, and all of a sudden. Tell me when to go came on and everybody was like, ah! Everyone just started going dumb. Then the, and then when Ghost Ride the Whip, that shit started. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. someone busted the window. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was. Shit, I remember. Party over. <laughs> I legit remember when that song came out. It was when it came out, I was heavy on the blogs and shit. Oh, yeah. So I. I found it on there first. Yeah. Like I, I want to say that I was the first one to be playing it, but I know I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> that shit, you know what I mean? Someone else had to post it before me. Yeah. <laughs> but when I got that shit, bro, at the time I had a '71 Buick, mm. bro, with a one just one fucking L7 yeah. uh, Solar Barrack 15. Mm-hmm. Dog, I was slapping that shit all yep. up and that down the block. Was dog. A moment in time, <laughs> yeah. dog. And when you hear it now, I be at bars and they still play it. it. It's cool. You have the feeling, but it's like this it wasn't. It wasn't the same feeling when it first came out in high school yeah man my school dance yeah. I might like the last before prom it was like our last school dance and shit that was like the most hypiest one when Timmy wanted to go I was like I really feel that was when it was literally at the peak it was literally <laughs> at the peak we were all going to the flea markets getting our shit airbrushed <laughs> <laughs> like literally like I'm not Damn. the only one that was doing that. I, I didn't. I was. I looked at. You. I had one airbrush because you know at the time I was. Oh, you know I was going through rap names and I was like, all right, well I'm gonna take my second middle name, Theran, and then that's when. That's when J. Cole started bubbling. That's when I first found out where I couldn't use J. Cole. <laughs> so, no. so I was like, all right, well, I'm going to just go with the Rand J. Cole. And I did that after Ride of J. Clyde. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, I'm just rock. going to rock that. So I took my ass to the flea market mm-hmm. with them heavy, you know, the heavy-ass tees that had the heavy-ass oh, collar. Oh, no. So it doesn't yeah. sink. I, yeah. I took one of them. I, I still have the shirt to this day. I'll bring it in. <laughs> I took that bitch in, had them spray paint Huey from the, the boondocks. And then it was Theran J. Cole on it. Wow. That's hella. That's hella. Hey, man. Jabos. That's yeah. the start. <laughs> yeah. Jabos, yeah. bro. The Bay Area in 06, man. That was a time. You had to be here. You had to be here. Seriously. Like, there's, there's no way to explain it. Bro, one of my cousins came from fucking Hawaii just to, like, experience, experience the Bay. Yeah. Yep. It was a, t- it was a was time. Wild, man. My yeah, boy was m- telling me that some of his uh, cousins moved from from down south up here yeah, yeah. just to fucking be part of it like yeah. dog yeah, and we had Sway come out here for MTV's My Block it yep. was beautiful and then you know and then you found out a lot of people didn't know Sway was from the Bay yeah, <laughs> yeah. seriously <laughs> no then after that that's when no one wanted to pick up that baton and then you know yeah, yeah. you know it, shit happens yeah shit happens but speaking of shit happens this is also the 10 year anniversary of fucking Slaughterhouse yes it is the first debut album yeah, I remember exactly where I was when they formed. Where? Shit. <laughs> so I was chilling, um, was chilling with one of my boys, mm. and then he just so happened to have the the Joe Bun the um, was the padded room whatever padded room yeah, yeah. Mm. just so happened to have the album, and he's like, bro, you got to hear this one song though. It's like he's got Royce, Joel, and he's got Crooked Eye, and you're like, and I was like, huh? Crook? and I was like, wait, how do you get Crook? <laughs> And then, of course, they had uh, Nino Bless. Yeah. When I tell you when that song was done, and I was like, yo, that would be so dope if they were, like, to go on tour with each other. Like, I'm not even thinking of a group. Mm. It's like, that would be dope if they found a way to, like, go on tour and just be with each other and just do it. 
And the like, next thing I know, they like formed a group. Yeah, like it's like okay, Slaughterhouse. Like we're naming it after the song, and I'm like, oh, bet. All right, <laughs> yeah. All right, now we're going back, like, because you know, at this time, it was it was a weird time in 2007 to 2008, 2009 in hip hop, just in mm. general. It was just it was weird. Yeah, like weird in a good way, weird in a bad way. Like there was it was hip hop was just all over the place, so there was no sense of direction. Yeah, mm-hmm. like on one hand, you had like. You did have Rick Ross with Trilla. Yeah. And he had that sound. But at the same time, you had Soldier Boy. Ain't that about a And then right. nobody knew, like, which direction to go in and, and how to respond to that. But the fact that they were, like, coming together and forming, like, this lyrical hip-hop group. Like a fucking Voltron. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, okay, so you got one of my favorite underrated rappers of all time and Crooked Eye yeah mm-hmm. yeah the Royce the Fire I know how Royce gets down right you know how Joel Joe, was on the come up mm-hmm. and Joe Budden and Joe if you knew he wasn't the punchline only you from the mainstream you know he could rap yeah yeah so yeah sound man you know, I don't have to go through this album I, mean, I used to blast the fuck out this album I mean when I heard sound off sound off I was like oh this is the shit you're on yep. and I heard microphone and I remember that beat that Alchemist made cause Eminem ripped that beat on like on some freestyle shit so they all ripped it and then of course Cuckoo when I, first, I remember when I first heard Cuckoo I was like Cuckoo and they were all rapping about crazy shit I'm like yeah. Em needs to be on this and the, the no 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 old Em not them now Anyway, no. on site. <laughs> Shut up. That was a four grapper that let them do what they had to they do. They ripped it. Oh my god, for real. March was on the shit with Salute, Pray, Raindrops. Oh my god, the whole Not album. Tonight was amazing. Yeah, it was. That was like one of the most memorable hooks. Mm-hmm. Like, because remember, they were just like they were just rapping. So that was like the main concern with a lot of people was like, mm. oh, so it's just gonna be a rapping album. Like mm-hmm. they're just gonna rap. Yeah. But then yeah. you hear Not Tonight. And they showed the, they showed they the quality. They, songs. they could if they want to. Yeah, right. If they were on the same page. They could. Yeah, and great album, really great album. Ten year anniversary when they all went of that album, and then yeah, Welcome to Our House. Wait, but that's not the actual <laughs> cover though, right? I know that's not the actual that's cover. The it's the bonus, bonus yeah, track yeah, version. Bonus uh, track. I was looking I for the you. other one, yeah, but then yeah, because I remember JC was actually the first. Like he handed me the CD. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the first. Yeah, time no, I, 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 bought, I bought this. I bought the physical copy. I couldn't yeah, find yeah. it nowhere, so I downloaded it. Yeah, well, there you go. Tell you, man, I used to make weekly trips to Rasputin. Like, I yeah, would leave. Seriously. It was rare when I would leave, when I wouldn't leave with an album. Mm, yeah. At least one. You'd have to take something, bro. Yeah. Even if it was a mixtape or, or DVD. Yeah. Or shit. Or so. And I remember, yeah. the, I remember the very first time I stepped foot to do start doing that, it was um, the documentary. Mm. Mm. That was the very first time I was like, okay, well, I'm going to start rocking it. I bought the documentary. I bought the massacre from there. Like, nah, shit, nice. all my shopping was, well, at the time, I lived. 10 minutes away from Rasputin. Oh, that's five true. Away. I forgot about that I shit. I was like right down the right down the street. Yeah. So it was easy to just pick, get the car and drive over. Yep. <laughs> and then Welcome to Our House happened. And we talked about that. And just, I defended that album to the fucking death. Until, but this isn't about, yeah, this isn't about that. But this is the about house they Yeah, this is about the 10 year anniversary. I know, but it still makes me sad. It still makes me sad that they're like, they're like no longer because of fuck shit. Well, we can say that that was, that was that. This yeah, it's a moment in time. This was, you know, the way people talk about Watch the Throne and other albums. But for us hip hop heads, for hip hop heads, this was it. Yeah, that was it. Yes, it like was. I, I again, I remember playing this for the first time. Like, wow, mm. it was exactly what you get. They just give me what I yeah, want. That's what I wanted, and I got yeah. raps. And Seriously. it was a whole bunch of Ribbity rap raps, and that's all that Ribbity wanted. A whole lot of raps. That's all Ribbity wanted. So, and I, I will always go on. I will always say this to me. The MVP of that was Crook. Oh yeah. Crook shine the yeah. bar- and 
And again, it's like you saying with your list, like Rakim is number five. Oh, I can bar. rank. I can yeah, rank yeah, all like, of them. You know it was like, crooked, yeah. Royce, Joel, and Joe. Yeah, though that was the list of who who spit the hardest. Joe would probably feel differently, but <laughs> without question. <yeah. laughs> but crooked was the Ross one. So yeah, Slot Two was amazing. <laughs> Great album, man. Yeah. Anyway, let's go on to the NFL. This preseason has started. Did I watch fucking the first preseason game? Hell. No. I didn't even know them niggas was playing. But yeah, I saw a whole bunch of people go to the Raiders game. I was like, oh, they're playing tonight. All right. <laughs> I, I just, I don't. Hey, after, I've been after, after, I, after, I'm, after I was forced to pay attention to preseason because of work, I don't want to watch preseason. I don't like, want to watch preseason, period. I never want to watch preseason ever again. Y'all like, so horrible. No. Yeah. You no, don't you understand. Don't. I didn't go through your situation, so I'm not going to speak on you. You don't understand, but Busby, <laughs> you're fucking horrible, man. I, I don't give a damn. I don't want to watch that. It's whatever. The games are boring. It's like watching practice. What am I gonna cop is watching practice? What am I cop is watching a practice game? That All means right, nothing. Man. All right. And we're all Niner fans happy we beat the Cowboys, which is always nice. Oh, all of a sudden. Which is nice to Isn't that just a practice, right? But it's just practice. Don't matter. Uh, well, I mean, it is. Sure. It's just, it's pub, they're public tryouts. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, that's why I always feel starters should never play in preseason that's games. That's the reason why I watch, though. Because I want to see how my team is going to look or how the new players look before we get into the actual, you know what I mean? I just remember just to see where I, they're at pretty much. I do with, remember with in, the the first, guys. in the first preseason game when Kaepernick, you know, started, not started, but when he was like, when he had a series and then he ran for that fucking 50-yard touchdown. I'm like, wow, yeah, he's see, pretty quick. You get moments like that. And you I'm know like, what I mean? huh, I wonder if he's going to play. And then the rest is fucking history. No, I just, uh, to on. me, the... The first two weeks of preseason are for guys that aren't even really gonna make the team. For real, like they're literally. They're, I'd say the last week of preseason. No, last week they. The last the, no, the last week. Of, this is how it goes. I'll tell you from mm, behind the scenes. Yeah. Right? The first two weeks, mm-hmm. you put the starters out there for one series or a couple series, unless you have a whole brand new coaching staff or they yeah, got right. the system. Yeah, yeah. If that's not the case, or you the put them is. out just to get their feet wet, kind of see. Or just the team gel. is trash. And no, it's not even that. I'm not. Nah. I'm oh. telling you from behind the scenes. Oh, this is what okay. it is. So. From that aspect, you put them out there just to get their feet wet, you immediately take them out. Yeah. You let the reserves go in, so that way they get the bulk of the time, mm-hmm. and you take them out. Once the reserves are in, when the hell are you going to see the third string guys? Never. Never. Never! You're literally watching the special teams guys play yeah. formations. Yeah, 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 And those guys are legit fighting because some of them are getting cut. Yeah. So yeah, they're yeah. literally putting on a, the, fight. the first show. For, they're yeah. playing for their lives. They're no, 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 no. They're not. Oh. That's the first week. They're playing for their job. Oh, yeah. Second week... Starters get a little bit more run. Yeah. Those other guys are fighting for the next wave of jobs opening. Yeah. The third week, starters, your lights on. You get one half. Let's go. We got to get this shit going because we don't have no way. You got to get this popping. Yeah, it's like the dress rehearsal. Right. Much. Mm-hmm. Week four, that's when the players are fighting for their lives because mm-hmm. there is no more training camp or preseason after yeah. that. You're going into yeah. the season. You're fighting and, for your lives. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the guys playing the bulk of that, they're fighting for special teams. Yeah. Either with the team or to try to stay somewhere else that's because it. they're really trying to avoid the practice squad. Yeah. But that's why I love watching that's hard the knocks. Yeah. Of it. That's why I love watching hard knocks. Speaking of hard knocks, I watched the first. I finally watched the first episode, and damn, Ollie got cut. Not even before the episode was over, they yeah, cut. They cut Mr. Last Chance. You. I mean, it was self-explanatory. I know. Like, I know. He did it to himself. I mean, they. What did he do? Well, he goes into the fucking. Uh, well, he, well, he was. He gets, he gets hurt, and so then he goes into the meeting room, um, and the uh, defensive line coach is like, "Why don't you, why don't you go to? Uh, why don't you go to treatment?" He's like, "Oh, nobody told me." Yeah. 
Yep. Fam, this is the pros. Yeah, this ain't this You ain't know last what time year. you have to go get treatment. This ain't last chance you They bro. tell you when treatment is. It's profe- this is professional, dog. Like nobody's gonna beg you to come to treatment. If you ain't come to treatment, the the trainers are gonna tell the coaching staff, yo, he he was supposed to be here, he didn't show up. Coach staff is going to get in your ass if they even care about you. Yeah. Because the training camp, they don't care. The training camp, they're just trying to weed people out. Like, right. oh, you don't take this serious. And they right, showed a scene yeah. where Gruden just flat out said, you know what? Let's I just mean, cut some people now. God, at the end of the day, it's a fucking job. Yeah, he didn't you know, know what that. I'm like, he didn't know that. He still felt he was on last chance you. That's how I looked at it. He still felt he was in college. Jesus. And Gruden gave him that wake-up call. And he yeah. just said, you know what? He's like, Let's start cutting these guys now. They don't want to be here. They don't want to be here. And they they Donald snapped him. Not just they just Donald snapped him and just replaced him. Kept his number, but they just replaced him. Yeah, that was like damn. That was wild for me to watch though, just because yeah. you know well, you used to work there, being there shit. for four year, four summers, yeah, and then yeah, seeing yeah. like just knowing like yeah, we used to go. We had the option to go ride horses. A couple of years we did it. A couple of years we just went to the the vineyard. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the option to go to air balloon, so I knew exactly where they took the air balloon. I knew, um, obviously, the staff. I knew who was with Antonio Brown in the air balloon. Yeah. Uh, seeing that. And then watching um, watching them in the meeting, I was like, I would have been in that scene because my boy <laughs> D'Angelo was right there. And we were always together uh, opening. Shout, so out to my boy. Shout out to my boy Dre. I saw him on the, on the episode. Yeah. Um, my boy Chris is still running the camera behind the quarterback. So I saw him there. Um, when they took Ollie's shit, that's my boy John, who... Cleaned out his locker and then re put it up oh, for a new sixty three. Yeah, that was so just seeing all the stuff wild. and like just seeing how it all runs and then the family, uh, the Chicken family dinner, Guy Fieri being there mm. and how I blasted that. Yo, he's here. He's cooking for us. Yeah, I remember last you told year. Me, yeah, I remember you told me that. Yeah, shit. so just seeing all of it was just like I used to do that. Like that's that used to be me. That's wild. <laughs> Except of course you know now they don't have the fucking. Uh, the um, big crane the yeah, because all of it is now on the pole. Oh yeah, yeah. It was just wild scene. It was just crazy scene. I was like, damn, Jay. I wonder what. I, I was wondering, like, what shit did JC do? And then, yeah, he just told me. Yep. And then not only that, <laughs> since we're still here in Little Raider Nation, ah, Antonio Bryant. Brown, 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 Brown. Helmet Gate, Shit. Yeah, this nigga came out and was uh, he's crying over his helmet. Literally, he, like legit, <laughs> just wanted his helmet, and it was I, a it was a helmet that was outlawed by the NFL. Yeah, and not only outlawed, it was outlawed because they were going through safety precaution, and they're you know funneling out helmets that weren't the best. And even Tom Brady, top elite quarterback, so like, even even before we get to that, uh-huh. they told the players this five years ago. <laughs> told them we are going to be getting rid of these helmets on this list within five years Jesus. so it might be best for you guys to start getting comfortable in some other helmets in your spare time so it's not this drastic change but Antonio Brown did he think about that no no nope. um, <laughs> uh, not one fucking bit not one bit because you know, he was he was getting the stats up you know, this, this, is, this is coming after the fact that he went and did um, some cryo uh, what is it uh the cryotherapy, the with being in, in the cold, he went overseas. Oh, I remember yeah. you said the Raiders gave him that. I was like, Raiders yeah. didn't do that shit. He, he went did overseas that and did that <laughs> Like he went by himself, put on some fucking uh, Gucci loafers instead of the shoes he was supposed to put on. Of course, so that's why his feet look the way they do because he had, they were frostbitten, and that's why he was injured fucking and shit. Guy. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. So he did. He did that, and then just the stories about him in this fucking helmet. How he was throwing a tantrum. He was throwing. Like, he, not only was he throwing a tantrum. <laughs> he painted a Steelers helmet. And the reason why they caught it is because he stayed and was talking as he was walking out and somebody noticed and it was like, yo, you can't have that. 
And then instead of playing it off like, nah, this is the helmet, he threw a big old tantrum, and that's when they realized, yeah, that's he not the helmet. He threw a Nicki Minaj tantrum. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> he just said, get So then he, has, he, he was waiting for arbitration, you know, trying to get them to, to change it. And so finally, and then he went so far as to say, I'll retire because of this. Like, I, he I won't told the Raiders to he's going to retire if he doesn't get his helmet. And then arbitration came back and was like, yeah, we ain't doing shit for you. Like, there's nothing we could do. You were warned about this five years ago. So then he took to social media and said, while I disagree with the arbitrator's decision, I'm working on getting back to full health and looking forward to rejoining my teammates on the field. I'm excited about this season and appreciate all the concerns about my feet. Hashtag always always a fight. Represent. It's bigger than me. And all I took from that was they looked at him and was like, nigga, you really going to pass up 32 million guaranteed? For real? <laughs> no. Get your ass back on the field, nigga. Shit. I just can't wait for episode two. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, HBO. Hard Knocks, Hard Knocks, the, where were the producers? I'm sure they, they busted nuts. Like, oh, looking at this, like, God. you mean in the same week? Because our lineman, Gabe Jackson, he's out for eight weeks now. Mm. So they're looking at like in the same week we lose a key person on their line and the star receiver is, is acting beefing? up. Mm. Like it's must see TV at that time. Oh my time. god! Okay, it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's happening. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, shit. Get it happen. Glad it happened to Raiders, not the Niners. That's all I can say. Must see TV. Yeah, but y'all got Magabosa and then he got hurt. So hey, fuck him. <laughs> I don't know if you could say that you say fuck him to Yo, the number that, two overall pick. Yeah, like, I was gonna say that shit really. You invested me off, a lot like, in like, him for real. Like you can't say fuck him to hey, a big time investor. Hey, I don't remember which one you guys put in the group chat, but when I seen that shit, I was like, well, we should have got Quentin Williams. That was yeah, my, you said that. Yeah, yeah. That was my honest opinion when we fucking drafted Bosa. You know, I wanted Williams. It didn't happen. We got this fuck. He's hurt again. Yep. Oh well. Eh. <laughs> I mean, speaking of a former Niner. He's not formed, but anyway, Kaepernick decided to work. You know, put a pretty much put up a pick me video. Yes, he showed him pretty much saying he has over nine hundred days undrafted, unsigned, and he's still working out. Saying, "Nigga, I can still play." Well, the XFL is going to be hiring, but we'll see. Shit, ho ass surprisingly thinks that he can still be considered for return. I could give a fuck what he says. Man, fuck him. This shit was a fucking no. backhanded compliment, like a motherfucker. Well, the, what made it all funny was it was supposed to be off air. That's what made it all funny. Oh no shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't. So, I not, didn't see the so this is before he's this is before he's on the podium. He's halfway on the podium, not speaking into it, so he's speaking to the side. Uh, so they ended up catching this, and it's frankly, I love to see Kaepernick come in if he's good enough. But I don't want to see him come in just because somebody thinks it's a good PR move. If he's good enough, he will be in. Yes. I'm like, Sam, he was good enough years ago, and you said he was a son of a bitch for not being able to... Yeah, and I was like, going to say, th- this quote goes on a little bit longer. He mentions the fact that he goes, I know the owners, I, like, I know owners like Bob Kraft, and they'll hire him if he's good enough. Yeah, and, and I'm I was just like, like, dog, really? Well, the what? owners was kissing Yo, your ass. And this, this really saying? makes the owners as a collective look like idiots. Because when they came to this, I was like, it's stupid, because if he changes his mind... What are they gonna fucking do? All of a sudden, change their mind. Like they're literally bowing to whatever this man is. He's basically playing mind controls over the NFL, and you're falling for it. Yeah. Like they and walked dude, in and didn't have any spine when it came to this. I mean, he's been better than about fifty percent of the quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, and if you don't even want to so, call, if you don't even want to say that with the starters. If you want to go strictly to the backups. Oh yeah, no, no. I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying of all, you know, because there's mean, usually three quarterbacks on a depth yeah. chart. You know, what I'm saying he's better than fifty yeah. percent of all quarterbacks. Hey, Dick Prescott. Just turned down at least for thirty million dollars. So you know, if you want to get yeah. rid of him, you can Tom up. Brady keep getting new. We forgot to bring this last week. Tom Brady keep restructuring his fucking deal. Oh my god! To just keep getting money. Just keep getting money until he yeah. feels. And otherwise. the funny thing is, is he's still the sixth high, highest paid quarterback. 
Get your money, Braves. Get the ring. That's a, that's a nice luxury when your fucking wife is a supermodel. Yeah, yep. right. Like the, she is the clear cut breadwinner, and you like, oh, a five million overall pay cut to get five million more this year? Eh, why not? Let's do it. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, just you mean, get, the, you mean I can get seven? All right. You know what? Shit. NFL fans just felt they felt like Two Face and Batman forever. Why can't you just retire? Yep. Seriously. <laughs> just why can't like, you just fuck, die? Go away. Go away. <laughs> Give us a chance. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not fair. Yeah, yeah. That's life. But somebody is standing up throughout all this, still, which is of course. Uh, what Eric Reed is still He's still getting tested. Yeah. I can't believe that shit. He's, he's like, had three just, random tests mm-hmm. this, since, this off season. Since th- since training camp started. They gave him two they yeah, already gave him three. And, Surprise. Uh, yeah. Crazy. So he's he's still, you know, he's still keeping track of that. But then he also got wide receiver Kenny Stills um, for the Miami Dolphins. So their owner, Steven Ross, ended up hosting a Trump re election fundraiser. Yeah, I saw that. That raised twelve million dollars, and Kenny Stills was like, "I'm Fuck not him. with the shit." Like, yeah, you can't. You got to pick a side. Like, you know, you got a team full of people that are fighting the shit that we're talking about day after day. But you're fun. Like, this wasn't like some little dinner. Yeah, you helped raise twelve million dollars for this man's reelection fund. That ain't no chump change. Yeah, man. nope. <laughs> and what was funny was he actually put um, the new coach Brian Flores in a interesting position hmm. because. For those who haven't seen Brian Flores, Brian Flores is one of the few black coaches. Uh-oh. And he's also in his first year Uh-oh. as a coach. Uh-oh. So he's kind of in that position where he's like, Pick a I feel him. <laughs> no. He's, he's, not, he's in that position where he's like, I feel him. And he's like, yeah. do you want to take this public or we can handle this shit behind the scenes? And I saw a lot of people badmouth Brian Flores. And I was like, fam, this is a first-year coach. And not only is he a first-year coach. First, you're a black coach. Yeah. So his slack isn't like everybody else. Right. So he has to, you know, I I get where he's coming from. To me, it's, no, it's not as simple as, oh, he's a coon and he's trying to look out for the white. No, it's not that. He's trying to look out for everybody's interests yeah, at this right, point. Much. Right. Pretty much. You know, so I, I, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Now, NC double motherfucking A. You some hoes. Yeah, this shit trash, bro. <laughs> like, like, seriously. You awesome trash. Nigga. I, had a lot, I had a lot to say that was worse than, then, you know, the situation then they, resolved. Yeah, yeah so it's like, like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. oh, I had a lot to say about Antonio Brown. I had a lot to say about this. And, you it's know, like, ah, oh, motherfucker. You know, Nicki Minaj came out, and all of a sudden, these two reports reported, like, <laughs> they mean nothing. And I was like, but they still some nothing to me. <laughs> but they still hoes. <laughs> yeah, so the NCAA released what was known before today. That's the Rich Paul rule. Yeah, which was, it was a new set of criteria for agents that wanted to rep those, um, the tweeners. So the ones that were on the fence of leaving school. Yeah. But they mm. weren't fully committed to the pros. And they tried to be sneaky with it, too. No, they didn't try to be sneaky. No, not sneaky, but they... It was pretty self-explanatory. I mean, they were trying to do it, and they they did it, and they thought, oh, nothing's going to happen. No one's going to be mad. So here's the criteria. The criteria was, number one, the agent needs a bachelor's degree. Number two, you got to be MBPA certified for a minimum of three years. And then number three, you have to take an in-person exam at the NCAA office in Indianapolis. So I have no issue with number three. Mm-mm. I definitely have no issue with number two. It's if you want to get in this game, you got to follow protocol. You got to yeah. have some experience and you got to be, um, what's the, the proper term? You uh, Not it's invested, but um, experience. basically you got to be up on game. Yeah, you got to know what you're doing. You got to have knowledge, certified, certified, so, yeah, yeah. experience, all you that know. shit. It's number one that got pissed people like, off. It's okay now you're targeting certain, <laughs> yeah, certain a certain person. Certain, yeah, 
person. People, we'll say people. We'll say and, black and people. I mean, and I'll yeah. say black. Well, exactly. the thing is, I don't want to say only black people. Less fortunate. You're targeting less Look, the less fortunate, yeah. which I, you can say highly is made up of black and brown, which is true. But right. you also have some white folks. Some white folks mm-hmm. that would be. You know, put in this position where it wouldn't benefit them. But the only reason why we call it the Rich Paul rule is because Rich Paul didn't finish college. (laughs) He said it, and he said in a quote in in an interview and shit. Well, it was, it it was just to go into it. It was just the obvious, which was this goes back to clutch sports. Mm. They had a, um, they had a spreadsheet of like all these top earning agents over like the span that goes back to the nineties. Rich Paul was number three. Oh, with yeah. like fourteen less players, and oh. of course twenty years less experience. Also, oh, he some was of these getting guys. powerful. And in the spreadsheet, all but one had a bachelor's degree. Guess who that was? Hmm. The black one. So hmm. you're yeah. From that standpoint, you're looking at the shakeup of the status quo. Mm-hmm. So of course they, you know, LeBron. Of course, he, just, he was the one that spearheaded them. He like, oh, the charge of that. Just said fuck these yeah, niggas. It's like oh, so you want to give us the Rich Paul rule? Great, cool. Um, and then, of course, Rich Paul came out and was like, look, NCAA executives are once again preventing young people from less prestigious backgrounds and often people of color from working in the system they continue to control. In this case, the people being locked out are kids who aspire to be an agent and work in the NBA, but do not have the resources, opportunity, or even a desire to go get a four-year degree. Which is true. You're sitting at these universities, which for a lot of people is just a scam mm-hmm. to just get you in debt. Yep. Yeah, and then they feed you all these bullshit courses that have nothing to do with nothing, but you have to pay five hundred dollars for the goddamn book and what for the classes. So, for somebody that's like, I want to be an agent, but I don't want to have to go through all that. Like, what the fuck do I need to know about the history that they're lying to me? What I already know, when I already have the experience, and I already know what I got to right. do. So from yeah, from that aspect, like, like ballers. Yes, yeah. fucking crazy. <laughs> like I wouldn't be surprised if ballers utilize some of this stuff this season. Yeah, oh. well, they already filmed it because you already. Well, know no, what I'm saying is, yeah, I wouldn't yeah, be surprised yeah, yeah. if somehow this played out. Oh yeah, probably next year because you know the Rockets yeah. busy as fuck. Um, now, <laughs> of course, as we're speaking, since then the bachelor's degree requirement has now been removed from those, so we can't get real mad. And then I start looking. I start looking <laughs> well, into I mean, this that deeper. Was, that was the biggest issue, though. So I mean, uh, yeah, I start looking into this deeper, and I was like, well, wait, who, who was like, I want to know what led to this. Come to find out, it was three. It was three individuals mm. that were I don't want to say responsible, but they recommended. And that was Condoleezza Rice, Wow, Grant Hill, Wow, and David Robinson. And their reason for going this route wasn't to exclude people like Rich Paul. It was for those tweeners who were could be easily manipulated and into a situation where they pay X amount of dollars for shit that they don't need mm. because of some agent that's just looking to come up on a kid that doesn't know the industry. The ins- right. We're looking out for that. The ins- but they also said, if you're in if you're in the industry and you have the experience, this should you should be grandfathered in. It shouldn't affect you. So the NCAA, the NCAA just, read, just looked they just like, read at yeah. little points and like, okay, we're taking that and that and yeah, yeah. they just read the the recommendation without fully understanding what it was they were saying. Yeah, until they just overlooked it. Because once Grant Hill's name got attached, to it, I was like, wait a minute, Grant Hill isn't somebody I would think that would want to hinder Rich Paul. Yeah, so he explained it. And, yeah, and Carmelisa Rice, good. 
No, I don't hear that name. Well, she. I know, but you still, know, she's she random. is very sports heavy. Oh I yeah. Know. Like when they came up with the when the whole situation was to leave the BCS to go into yeah, the, she's the strong, NCAA she's, playoffs. Yeah, she's the one that's strong. Like, she's on that. She's on that. She said uh, she like, wanted. Yeah, she yeah, said I mean, she pretty, wanted yeah. to be an owner for the NFL team one day. So, just glad it ain't politics. But shit. She's done very well in a position on the in, in sports. The sports. Yeah. So she's, she's all I'm saying, well. NCAA at the end of the day, give the kids what the fuck they want. Give me what I want. And that's money and bitches. <laughs> not, I mean, they could probably give them the money, but <laughs> not, 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 not the bitches. That's, yeah. yeah. We, we've seen a lot of NBA players. Yeah, that, yeah. You know. Give me the coke. What, what? Yeah. It's called prostitution. No, no, don't. <laughs> like, no, do not give them hello? coke. That's how you end up with Len Bias. That's oh, true. shit. What do you give them? Just give them the money. Just show them the money. That's all. Just give them the money. Damn. You know, one, it, there, here's an angle about this that I'm surprised not a lot of people touch on. Mm. Professional athletes should be very pissed off at the NCAA. Mm. From this aspect, the NCAA players not having any money is hindering the professionals from actually getting, getting more money. money. Mm. Yeah. Because mm. if you have a kid that goes to Alabama and the boosters are come together and say, we're going to give him $7 million a year, you don't think a pro running back can look at that and be like, that kid's that getting kid seven getting, million a year, yeah. and he ain't touching or doing my workload. I, look right. I need thirteen. And they don't. Damn. You don't owners, think that they ain't looking at that? Yeah, owners seriously. Don't want that shit. Like, I mean, realistically, I don't know if you would give a college student that much money. Like, that's a lot of fucking Fam. money, bro. I, I understand that they make a ton of money. Fam, no, but you, even you, then, you're like, not you're not understanding. Football for some of these universities, it's all they have. It's bragging rights in I corporate. In corporations. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So if they were to come together and say, that's the number one running back in the country, we'll pay and it takes man. $7 million to get him. We'll pay him. Oh, that's I, I, get, I get what you're saying now. That, that's saying. that's yeah, nothing. I didn't, you can get, you can get first, one. Like, nah, you know what I mean? You can get one you. booster to do that. But if they had like a pot where it was like the main booster pot to shelve out the money for these mm, kids. Yeah. $7 million is easy. Oh, yeah. if, I'm a, easy. if I'm a running back in my prime, I'm looking at that like, I know. Go to no. class. I need as close to half uh, to more than half that. that. Yeah. Double that. Yeah. Like, go to class. You see how much I'm getting paid, nigga? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's probably why they don't want to give them the money. At the same time, you ain't give a fuck about their fucking education. You just want to get them out like they're fucking animals. Mm-hmm. Fuck these niggas. Fuck the NCAA. Pay the fucking kids. Give me what I want! Give him the fucking money. It's just business. funny how with that bachelor's degree, like, if you applied that to any <laughs> other aspect in college, it would just would never fly. No. Like, you mean to tell oh, me, yeah. you mean to tell me if Steve Jobs was alive, I couldn't use Steve Jobs in a mentor program because he didn't have a bachelor's? That shit would never fucking here. fly. Come on, man. Fuck out of here. Come on. Come on, man. Anyway, <laughs> R.I.P. Tony Morrison. Yeah, rest in peace to her. Oh, great, great author, yeah. great literature, black, mm-hmm. black author, man. Yeah. Ah, fancy. Young Miami's car got shot at. I didn't know about this shit. She was in her red, um, was it the the Benz Jeep? That's the girl from City Girls? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was pulling out, and all of a sudden, niggas just started shooting. God damn. And it wasn't even like she got caught in the crossfire. Niggas was shooting at her car. She must have pissed off somebody. So then she, they, there's video footage of her on the phone with the Southside. Because remember, she's pregnant right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's on the phone with Southside, you know, telling them what, what was going on. She didn't right. know who she didn't see. And then the reason with the significance of that is that everybody was pointing to Kodak Black because over the past week or so, he, he was saying how he, he would like kill he would kick her, punch her in the stomach or something he like that. He did say that while he was in jail. Oh, yeah. shit. And so then he came out uh, a couple of days ago or within the last few days and was like, he publicly apologized for the comments. 
I'm like, Stay just every day, he's just like, every, Bill. he's always, yeah. Bill. <laughs> Bill. Goddamn Florida man. Yeah, Bill. <laughs> Fucking Florida yeah, man. I know. I need mean, yeah. Bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time, Bill. <laughs> that's his name. Just. But I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad that her and the, the unborn baby weren't touched. Like, yeah. That's, 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 yeah, that's no, important. Seriously, man. Uh, somebody's free from prison. Yep. Toy Brown's finally out, and she is engaged or married now. Uh, yeah, someone's yeah, knocking them draws. They, they were married. Really they fast. got married when she was in jail. So he's knocking them draws down. Yeah. That's it. Oh yeah, <laughs> powerful niggardry at That's work. it. Yeah, like, that, that's that's all. She's free, and she she getting pregnant as we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> oh more, yeah. More than likely. More, more than likely. likely. More than likely. Knocking them foot. Orange is the new black. Anyway. <laughs> also, when it comes to coming to America, the sequel or coming to, I guess, putting the two in front of it. Two. James L. Jones, man, he's gonna reprise his role. This is the fucking trifecta. First, it was Darth Vader, then Mufasa, and what's this king's name? Ain't coming to America. Ah, uh, I forgot. He's the king. He's the king. The king of Zamunda. King of Zamunda. <laughs> yeah, he gonna be the king again. Hope he, you know, like Joffrey or something like that. Whatever, King Joffrey. That sounds right. Yeah, but yeah, he's reprising his role as Eddie Murphy's um, <laughs> as, as, as the king. As, as the king. Yeah. Uh, Paul Bates is back. He's gonna come back. You're a king. Oh shit! I can't wait. <laughs> Top of that, Wesley Snipes is coming in. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. And revealed when I watched his interview on Hot 97, Rick Ross is gonna be in there. It makes all the sense of the world how he was. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying he secured this base off of this because yeah. he did have her own Superfly. But the fact that they're going to be using the his mansion in Georgia. Because it's the biggest fucking mansion yeah. in the fucking United States. Yeah, in Georgia. I, yeah I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm like, that's a very good negotiation tactic to be like, I want to roll in the cast. Yeah, and that was serious. Very good. Like, props off to the boss. Speaking of Eddie Murphy, man, they showed the trailer for Dolomite. Did you see yes. That shit? I didn't. Yes. <laughs> it looks oh amazing. Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It, it looks amazing. Yeah. I need to see that. They movie. gave him the bag. <laughs> they gave him the bag. It's going to be on Netflix. See, that's what I'm talking about with fucking Netflix. They give us quality shit. Not just Netflix, but Prime and fucking Hulu and motherfucking. Finally up on Amazon Prime now. Yeah. 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 I watch Free Meek. Yeah. Hey. And then you got motherfucking. What else is coming? Hulu? Disney Plus is coming. Hulu, you have all this good shit. In the words, you know the thing about Amazon Prime. What? I don't even know if you look. Amazon Prime has the exclusive, so the majority of the HBO shit. Mm-hmm. So you don't uh, need. I it. You saw that. Need... I tried that. They said I had to. Well, I'm using my homegirl shit. Just you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> maybe no, maybe you would have to have the subscription. But I know I was watching. Um, Game I started of no. I started rewatching uh, the Sopranos, and I was like, I can watch this shit on Prime. Oh, Give me what I want. Hey man, watch Euphoria. I keep telling you. I know you got hell of a busy, but Euphoria is that fucking show, dog. Yeah, Euphoria. I'm saving for next month when I I'm not doing twelve hour days. Fucking password, bro. Find me the password. <laughs> password. Give me what I want. <laughs> I'm just saying, so much content. It's like, why even need cable? I mean, how's cable network? I'd be looking at oh, this. Oh, yeah. Thing. Cable's getting cut off in my household pretty soon. Mm. Pretty soon. Like, mm. By, mm. by mm. 2020, not 2020, but like by 2030, 2040, ain't going to be no more cable. It's just going to be none but streaming. I'd say sooner than that, man. Probably. Oh, I'm I, just... Yeah, I, 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 this upcoming decade. Shit. 2020. We're going to cut the, the cord, and then they're going to be working on something else to combat the streaming. 
Seriously though, <laughs> to end the decade. I mean, it's just fucking wild. It's just like, and there's so much content. And yeah. It, like I'm, keep, I keep saying, I feel like Netflix is gonna have that WWE Network layout when. You remember how the network used to look? How you had to, how they had the live stream shit. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, like pretty soon, Netflix is gonna have that interface when you have a live stream and it's just nothing but countless like of all the original material, of the yeah. movies. Kind of like how HBO's like just nothing but movies and schedules, and it's just on one big stream. That's how they premiere shows, how they premiere movies, just on the live stream before it goes on on demand. Yeah, because that's what WWE Network does. So. Shit, speaking of that shit, I was watching SummerSlam and the WWE Network's <laughs> live stream was just struggling. <laughs> Not just for me, but just for everybody. And WWE figured out a way to stop people from sharing the passwords. <laughs> they figured out, damn, they figured out before Netflix? That's sad. But, hey, Interesting. Know they're going. Yeah, other than that, man. That's it. This is episode yeah. 146. <laughs> <laughs> this is 146. 146. 146. Of the Illogical Sense Podcast, this is your boy Busby, and you can always follow me on the Twitter. At MrBusby408. You can follow us on Twitter at Theological SP, and of course, follow us on Instagram at Theological Sense, and of course, on the Facebook. And all on all my social media platforms, JC No Hunt. There will not be a uh, a new Throwback Thursday this week. Uh. I cannot stress this enough. Thursday would have been Nipsey Hussle's 34th birthday. Mm-hmm. Go and stream Nipsey Hussle. You can, I will be promoting the, uh, the Throwback Thursday I made for him. I don't care if you listen to it. Just go stream Nipsey on Apple Music, on Tidal, on Spotify, on YouTube. Just stream it all fucking day. Any like, possible way. Just know that my playlist is a it's an option. I don't I just know it's there. I heard they're slowly taking off his mixtapes off. I saw that too. Yeah, yeah, man. The Crenshaw mixtape was already taken off. No, Crenshaw or uh, Crenshaw. Crenshaw was it the Clawson boy? Crenshaw boy? What the fuck is called? Slauson boy. Slauson boy. It's still there. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Crenshaw. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Speaking of that, that actually slipped my mind until now. That is one sequel I would have loved to have seen it from Nip if he were to follow up. Crenshaw with just Slauson as the sequel. Uh, that would have been a dope yeah. sequel. Yeah. That would have been sick. Yeah. That would have been sick. Yeah. Anyway. You but watch. yeah, stream Nipsey all day on Thursday. Yeah. And yeah. next week I'll have a, a review on um, how the Chronic 2001 sounds when an orchestra plays it. Oh, yeah. You and I are shit. going to the performance <laughs> here around the block on Thursday night. Nice. Uh, that's what's up. I'm going to be streaming Nipsey all day and then I'm going to finish it off with an orchestrated version of uh, the Chronic 2001. What's what's, y'all? Yeah. That shit's just crazy. And you, Martin? You can follow me at all my social medias at Beats Be Killing Them and stream uh, Venomous, spelled V N M S. Just stream all my shit. But yep. after, you know, the 15. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, make way for Nipsey. Yep. And I don't know what album. Well, Young Thug's dropping. People are dropping. Yeah. The one album I'm looking for this week is Snow Allegra. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Ready for her album. Yeah. Everyone has, everyone has to get that Grammy cut off, man. So get in where you fit in. Yep. And we out this bitch. Peace. Bye. Bye.